Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 150. I try to jinx you every time and you say the whole fucking word, 100. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I gotta learn that's how you do it. <laughs> 150 sounds it like, is. it's like change. For for like oh your your change is one fifty. Now you're just so specific. I don't know. There's no such thing as change anymore. Don't you know this? <laughs> <laughs> the world's out of it. We uh, we made it to episode 150. Uh, like congratulations to us. Woo-hoo. I like that we all dropped our microphones and clapped. You could have just added that in post, but that's fine. <laughs> Clap for ourselves, which <laughs> yeah, is I know, even right? better. Just, why don't we just do a uh, circle jerk of patting ourselves on the back? <laughs> oh, is that what this show is? Cool. Welcome to 150, guys. Yeah, there's um, uh, we don't have really any of our bits that we usually do. This no. is going to be a little bit of a different show. It's a clip down. Yeah. Uh, no Digi Hears, no Tuttle's 10, no What's Up Doc, no uh, Pizza's Pick, nothing. Nope. Um, Pizza's Pick is this. What's Up Doc is this. Tuttle's 10 is non-existent, but you're still going to get a little Tuttle. There's your only hint. Yeah, because, I mean, 150 episodes in, we're the show that focuses on the jokes first with bits of information and stuff from the news and personal stories, sometimes interviews. Uh, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. Thank you. I forgot who was who. We we do have a guest with us today, we too. We do. Uh, to celebrate uh, and drink with us uh, a little bit. And, and look back. Do yeah. some looking back, because we're going to look back in some clips, so we'll talk about some of the history of the show. Yeah, it uh, it's a special no, guest. So we'll bring in my rival. I started the show <laughs> with him. podcast not, rival. Not even close. A replacement. Yeah, uh, so me and him. <laughs> a better replacement. He was there at like episode one, even yeah? before the first episode when I was still spending months trying to plan it out. And we were yeah, trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, so, and I called him Dick on the show. Yeah, because so I'm a dick. Yeah. <laughs> back in the days when it was uh, funny to informing with John and Dick. John and Dick. And I yeah. was like, I clearly see why I went nowhere because the name was just not working. Yeah, uh, Dick. Thanks. For I think a- I think it was me not working. <laughs> <laughs> Probably John. Is crazy. We uh, yeah. Thanks for being on, Dick. To yeah, uh, have no some, problem. Have some An amazing intro, guys. Yeah, it's uh, one fifty. One fifty. I know. That's I can't believe deal. it's like three plus years now of the show wow. going strong. And I didn't realize. Really? Wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize uh, Dick was there on episode one. I thought maybe he came in like couple episodes in or you know i didn't realize episode one because i've never heard episode one because you can't really find it because they always now you can't hear some of those early first on episodes on some streaming services yeah, there's, right there's only certain uh, platforms nix, yeah that as we it. add a new one they kill one of the old ones right yep. so it's like a rotating thing so yeah because yeah. some do it like oh you can only see the last hundred or some of them are like you could get anything you want from them i all think the if way you back. go to like yeah, what blurberry our actual hosting service you can see them all but if you go like apple only shows me back to yeah it uh, shows me like 100 episodes, and i've had so. blurberry since i started the show and they've i mean i I give credit to them, too, for being a great hosting service. They got me on the platforms and made it super easy for me. They've been to, good to us, too, when we run over time and shit. Yeah. Thanks for those uh, free free gigs, guys. Is but it gigs you, or megs? I don't know what it is. Thanks for that like, uh, unseeable space in the time continuum <laughs> that is non-existent that you sell the yeah, world. Thank you for extra of we that. Need, yeah, there was a couple times we needed tech support, and they were right there with us. Um, but, yeah, and then he was uh, – Dick was on literally episode one. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. I – I'm a little different as a host now, but uh, when I yeah, first started, I'm curious what those days were. I like. could, it was just us drinking, shooting the shit for the most part. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we just we had topics and stuff like that, but we were learning our craft. And, Absolutely. I mean, John's definitely evolved from where he was. Well, I um, and I, I felt like it was important to do the show with somebody, too, especially somebody like we've been best friends since high school. That's yeah. how we first met. Okay, that uh, takes care of that question. Yeah. And you guys went to school in Osceola? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you were the two white guys. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was always curious who the other one was. I knew John was one. Yeah, so and yeah, I'm really, I, there it is. as a host of a show or when you're first starting out a podcast, especially coming like literally from nothing, like I didn't have experience doing this or, or no, of course not. So I it was it's nerve wracking. So to kill the nerves, it's always good to do it with somebody. Oh, I didn't. I could never see somebody jumping in feet first on episode one all by themselves. Like who the like and being and and it being a viable thing and listenable. No, nah, I don't nah. think so. I yeah, just, there's no way, or, right? Or, yeah, because I've always wondered, because that was like, we had like 30 listeners at that point. Like, wow. I mean, I know. feel like that's good for that well, early on, though. It was most of our friends. Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. As it still is now. Thanks, guys, for listening. We love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I like to call them friends of the show instead of listeners for some reason. That's just like, I, I feel weird saying listeners. Like, like I'm, like I don't like care about them. Deal. Yeah, like, that but doesn't no. show that you don't care about them. It just denotes that the physical activity that they're, they're doing to consume the show. That's listening. true. And yeah. hopefully for like this special episode, they can like be drinking along with us. A Absolutely, little bit. and we're we should start now. You guys pour up a shot quickly. You have like five seconds because we're ready to do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we uh, we're doing cannonball whiskey, cannon blast or rum, cannonball run. Yeah, it's it's uh, Captain Morgan. It is a blast of citrus and an unexpected kick, as is this show. And it's in a uh, cannonball. Yeah, Yeah. it literally is. It's heavy. I thought it was plastic. It's fucking glass. And it's uh, like it even it's textured as if it were a cannonball. That's one of the gifts from Dick. Um, You know, he brought Dick brought a ball. (laughs) <laughs> just fucking call this guy Lance Armstrong the rest of the show. <laughs> I'll bring my next one next time. <laughs> All right, yeah. he does have two, and uh, and he brought like uh, pumpkin beer, uh, pumpkin, pumpkin. pumpkin. So that's cool. So and, so, and we also, I felt like, uh, what better time? We'll give you guys a little more time to pour up some shots as Rocky does to join us here. Um, I've been aging beers forever. I'm an old school like craft beer dude, and I've gotten all these cool, crazy beers over the years. And this specific one, I wanted a raffle, so somebody had been aging it from 2013. And I've had it f- since like 2016 or 17. So it's seven years old. It was 11% when they bottled it. Usually these things will go up a percent a year if you age them right. So this thing could be around 20%, almost or a little under, if depending on how it goes. But it's a barley wine aged in bourbon barrels. It's uh, from Alesmith. And I felt it fitting for this show because we're all a bunch of idiots. Uh, it's called Old Numbskull. <laughs> probably because that's you drink this 20% shit and your skull goes fucking numb yeah that's no. perfect so it's I cut have, with cocaine yeah I have three <laughs> fucking drinks in front of me so Which one we'll do, we do the shot first shot first shots first cheers cheers, cheers to 150 cheers to everybody for helping this out thank Rocky you thank you for your help you, Richard for you know Dick for starting this thing John who the fuck are you just kidding John started this fuck, whole fucking thing man uh, cheers this to is, this guy how what do you think of the how was that cannonball cannonball yeah, it's a little room temperature at this point Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably should have left it in the freezer Ooh. a little. Ooh, Ooh. But it's good, good, right? Yeah, it's, it's good. So solid. smooth. It's solid. I don't even need. I didn't even like get a weird face or uh, like slam a chaser. I'm getting smooth. a little saliva right now. No, yeah, it's spice because that's spice. spicy. Yeah, yeah, a little, little burn, but that's it's it. good though. And it's I'm, really yeah. sweet at first. Though. I'm gonna let that settle before trying this. Um, the this this special beer, this numbskull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I want to let that because I don't want that to get like washed down the taste. Mm, you numbskull know, numbskull smells amazing. It's gonna be. It's. I'm telling you, it's gonna be rough to um, drink. But you guys enjoy it as you know at your whim. Let yeah. me know what you think. So, uh, yeah. So when we started the show, like I, I mean, I was. It was so much fun when we, yeah, you know, when blast. we were doing it. Especially not like really. Um, we cared. I cared a lot less 
when we first started too. I don't know why. Like as the show has grown, I've started to care a lot more. We got more. invested into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I wanted to do it, and I always knew that. But then um, I don't know. I just I you know it was like a show that it, just see what happens. Let's just try some mm-hmm. shit and see. Well, everyone has to start somewhere, and Dick said it perfectly. And uh, you know how much you've evolved, how you have evolved a ton, obviously through this. I feel like I have too, and the show has a ton. As even as we listen back to some of these clips, we didn't pull a lot of them um, from the segment between episode 100 and one, like what was it, 13 or so? Oh yeah, uh, where we were doing our live shows. That was a total new evolution for us. We added the video aspect. We had no break. We were running through it. You know, 50, 55 to 60 minutes, almost on the nose every week. Mm-hmm. It was totally new and different for us. Um, unfortunately, it didn't last. Those were I don't know. I enjoyed those, John. <laughs> John was hesitant to show up to him some weeks, but <laughs> uh, but I I always enjoy doing. Them. I really like those. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But no, but that but that's another my point one was to thank. that's another part. Yes, thank you. Shout out to Anthony with Amplified Network and everything he did, giving us the studio. That was a great the opportunity. Production work. How much fucking work did he save you with that, John? Back in those days, yeah. I mean, you just had to take the raw audio afterwards, do a little bit of work to it, and put it out. But, exactly. Uh, but yeah, as far as evolution, uh, I was just saying. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of clips from that segment, but even if you go back and listen from 100 to now, you hear how much the show has really evolved. And I feel like right now we've kind of gotten, you know, this is not a good representation of it, but we have the show right now kind of to, I feel like, the formula that we like. We have a good segmentation down. We have our breaks. We have our, our you know, segment our segment breaks, and we have our specific segments that we know when to put them in, where to put them in. And we do a lot more prep work, even though it's a little crazy because we're usually drinking and maybe smoking but yeah sometimes we freak out because we're like last minute we gotta throw we're like we gotta yeah, make no, a show know, but yeah. it always works like yeah. a fucking champ man like yeah it really does and, and I we mean, can't fit a show into an hour anymore yeah, and, either. and those first 13 episodes of 100 like not from 100 to 113 like not that we didn't purposefully not use those clips but we clipped i feel like a fair amount of things it was a lot of stuff to go through right period for two people to just go through yeah so and john did most of it honestly i did i knew a few from when i was doing some music research but yeah it was a lot of work so we just didn't it wasn't anything against those episodes um but that was kind of a new thing we were you know what i mean we were kind of fledgling on our feet doing that so those maybe weren't some of the best episodes they could have been but yeah well and i mean there was good clips i, back I broke then, up too. the clips that we have for the show i broke it up into like four different categories so there's okay. going to be four different times where you know there's going to be a little jingle and then um it's going to play a montage of clips gotcha um yeah it's like uh usually when you hear like the d uh, the dj scratching is in between clips of the same category it's and then once you hear the little, I'm using like the intro jingles, but then once you right. hear the ding, right, right. then it's, it sounds like bubbles almost. <laughs> yeah. which I, that'll, a, that'll bookend, right? That'll bookend each category. Right. So as we get into a new category, start a new category, and then in that category, you'll hear the bubbles. Yeah. And then in between each clip, you'll hear, Ficky, Ficky, Ficky. I might still use those sounds um, like after the fact, but... I'm glad one, you mentioned it. 151 is going to be uh, the start of our new intro. Oh, yeah. We, we got some, some new imaging, and we haven't mentioned this at all yet. This has been totally under wraps, but our new logo. We're going to put out our new logo that we yeah. have as well. It's totally kind of like a rebrand, and uh, and uh, you know maybe the next chapter in our evolution. But yeah. well, the new intro, we're really excited the about. The intro doesn't make any sense anymore, but when me and Dick were doing the show initially, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we would get interrupted by planes I remember those days, those, f- those first days of my days yeah same thing all the time fighting planes and instead of taking it out of the show we, we would keep them in and we would just make jokes about it 
And it became kind of like a running joke. It was like, drink if a airplane goes above. Yeah. I, like, I, like the, I like the drinking game aspect of it. Because you were gone by the time I came over and first started doing shows. Mm. But John still was carrying that on. And he would explain, uh, we'll just, uh, you know, if a plane comes and we would just sit, drop our mic, let the plane fly over. And then, uh, you know, and then we would just make jokes about oh, it Oh, yeah. We get, it would get so bad a couple of days that we just got toasted in the breaks. Of all the airplanes, and we would come yeah. back to the show totally different. Yeah, I guess like the airport would be getting backed up or something. So there's like one every five minutes, uh, and, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" We also had the thing. Remember, John? Like, I in in when we were still there, uh, we I would come over. We would hang out sometimes for 45 minutes, an hour before we even did the show, just hanging out, drinking, smoking, pre-showing, and we wouldn't hear a single plane. Fucking flick on the recorder, start start going to do a show, <laughs> five planes in a row. And yep. it's like, we sat here for an hour. If we recorded right then, we wouldn't have had to stop at all. But we started an hour later, we got five fucking plane breaks. So I, I don't know. I really love the show. Um, you were giving props to everybody on this one. Sam definitely needs some respect oh, for that yeah. one. Oh, yeah, she helped me with the Woo-hoo. intro. Sam with the the sexy, uh, I almost said stewardess and showed my age. That is uh, racist. <laughs> don't call them stewardesses, bitch. Uh, Wait, what what flight attendants. Flight, flight attendant. And then, um, and also, who was your boy with the uh, John Hannon? Because oh, Chris uh, Coleman's not a part of this shit. Me, me and Dick actually used to work with him oh, a little bit. You know, you know him too, Miguel. Yeah, we worked at the same place, Miguel. Gotcha, Miguel, Miguel, yeah, yeah, because we worked together too. Like even you know, because we stayed in touch after high school, and right. you know, so we started working together, and then the the whole podcast started coming, and like we finish each other's sentences, sandwiches. <laughs> Did you guys work together at Jimmy John's or no at Firehouse or something? No, no, oh, it was no, at the okay. Outlet Mall. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it was I. Yeah, but uh, and so people, you finished each other's sandwiches. sales jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people would think that we were brothers because we look kind of similar, I or we it. would get mistaken for the other person. I, I people have called me, di- yeah, people have called me. Uh, they Dick. called you Dick. Well, they yeah. didn't think you were him. That was totally separate, John. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an opinion. Uh, but uh, no, I was going to make the comment when because like, I this is my first time meeting Dick. Uh, this specific dick i've seen mine before um i'm not that fat but uh <laughs> um but it, when dick came over and i was just like I, you know i immediately thought like oh okay i see how it is it was too much of john on the show and he needed to get rid of uh, the guy that was like him and add a fat guy it's the whole chris farley syndrome oh, david spade yeah. couldn't exist as two david spades no there, uh, like back then too because i mean people don't realize when you start a show that it takes a lot of your time like so if yeah. you have a girlfriend or if you have you know other What's things that? going on you your time gets consumed. So, uh, you know, and I think we did about 30 episodes or something. I think up to 50. I thought it was 50. Wow. Some, something like Could that. Have been. We, okay. Yeah. It, it, like a like the better part of a year at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, I don't know if it was quite a year together, but, um, you know, and then I had like a lull in the middle where I kept calling myself John Solo. Like, oh, like yeah. Han Solo like, oh and John. And I was by myself. Wow. That was, I'm so oh. glad I didn't listen to that. <laughs> Wow. And that was where he where he lost more listeners than ever in bad. those days. Yeah, that, that was I was we were like burping on the mic still at that point. Yeah, good times. That was uh, oh we, my god. Don't worry, we carried that on for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I, but the one thing that was always around too was that like the did you hear segment? Yeah, that yeah, has carried that. Yep. That carried through literally every like every single change the show went through. That was always there. So that's. Well, it's funny because the first time I came over to do a show with you, like a straight up show, not the one where I started where I helped you interview that comedian, but the one where I did more of an actual show where I came over to kind of like co-host or second mic or whatever. And, uh, you know, you had your notes and, you know, I was just like, you know, I was much more passive because it was your show. And I was like, let me just 
you know, let me just fit into this guy's, you know, this guy's mold instead of giving you my opinions on, you know, I wasn't going to come in and be like, no, I think we should do this and this. I was just like, let me just, whatever John wants to do, you I know, mean, I'll like, go with you, it. buddy. Right. Hey, who the fuck are you? Right. <laughs> I, I mean, know. who the fuck was I? I was again, learning the shit myself. Right. <laughs> so, but I remember those days and like, uh, I remember um, John, you know, you mentioned, Dick mentioned, you know, that you guys didn't maybe have a bunch of notes or things like that as much prepared, but John, even then would have his teeny tiny little sketched out handwritten notes that no one else could read because they're fucking tiny. And he would have those as, as his little digis. And I remember John kind of taught me to, you, John's made me a much faster person on my feet because before, and uh, if anybody listens to our other show, What's the Fuss, on that show we can kind of languish on a topic and we'll you know sit on it for a while and maybe make jokes till they we shouldn't be making jokes anymore but on this show and i noticed immediately john was kind of rifling through topics and i was like immediately i was i kind of taught myself and trained myself well if i want to get a joke out i got to get it now while it's topical strike while the iron's hot because sometimes i'll be the pressure's on yeah yeah yeah. so you've definitely trained me to be a much faster person and much much quicker thinking on my feet if i want to get a joke in and i you know and i noticed that was kind of the that was the direction that you you had your show going and uh, and so i ran with it and that's and we've evolved again evolved to this point from there yeah i prepare assuming nothing so like if you like let's say if you don't have anything right it, it, well, like, even if days I'm talking I the whole time right like i've you know i like thankfully i had that little lull where i was doing shows by myself where I, it was oh it, john solo it was yeah. <laughs> i used to listen during dick's days i quit during john solo so it, it turned me right off yeah it wasn't like um you know a foreign thing for it's me as to if do, your so. podcast was encrusted in carbonite yeah so i mean having you come in and help me after i was by myself uh, was just a, a big help. You know, it was only it was You're only welcome. Help, helping more than it was hurting. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's we've we've come a long way, and I think uh, Rocky you know, Rocky just wants credit for telling you to purchase me like a slave. Rocky, yeah, Rocky. Like, like I told him to get you from that auction block. I, I think my girlfriend and Rocky suggested it around the same time, which is why I really went with it. Was because they they both said <laughs> two get, people get Pizza Peisenberg, get Chris Coleman, you know, get you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, hey, like, I'm cheap too, so one fifty. <laughs> yeah, there's that. It was it was like the the most bargainest thing I could ever do. <laughs> That's right. A bargainist thing I ever did. The bargainist thing ever. Hmm. Well, speaking um, of bargainist, uh, and this being a clip show. Yeah, I, I already want to pour up another shot, but let's yeah. go to one of the uh, the first category we have. Yeah, I don't even. I do. I, I do know the categories, but I don't know what order John I has don't. a plan. What is in, it? So. Yeah, tell me let's more. In, yeah, tell let's tell. Let's tell Dick what's up. Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, we do have a few, and some are going to be more interesting than others. I'm sure. Um, but no, they're all great. Don't should, downsell our shit. No, should we start with our personal stories or like the unplanned moments and bloopers? I say we start where we normally start with a show is uh, personal stories. That's how we kick off most shows nowadays is uh, catching up. What'd you do last week? What'd you do last week? Uh, Here's a funny or stupid story. I like that. Here's a montage of them. Back in the day with other podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. I forgot that you were... I, uh, my God, I gotta tell you, man, I've been uncomfortable all day, too, because I have like this pimple on my ass. So every time wow, I sit down, let's ev- get real with it. John. Every time I sit down, I'm getting like really fucking irritated. <laughs> I thought I hated that show, Dr. Pimple Popper, before. <laughs> now it's just gotten way too personal and close I, to home. I'm pretty sure, like, because of the way I have to sit and where it's at. Exactly. I'm like popping it or squishing it down. Oh my God. Gross, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. It's not going to turn into a mountain on me. Oh. 
but I feel mountain, it. Mountain out of a molehill. Well, I hate to tell you, a molehill is still way too big for an ass pimple to be. I'm just saying, you're going to be seeing me adjust this whole show, <laughs> and it's because of that. Okay. I th- Why don't you just stand up or hit a squatting position? <laughs> Rocky's got some cornstarch in there in the kitchen. Just dump something down your ass crack, and yeah, it'll help you out for no. a second. Oh, no, because you want to hear something. Here he comes. He's got the Argo. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I was the one that invented this, uh, but when I was at your house on Friday, uh-huh. uh, taking a shower. Oh, God. Before we went out. Oh, my God, yeah. This is a... I know where you're going with this, so let's just do it. So, <laughs> so before we went out and before everything, I went into your uh, your shower, and you know, I I didn't want to use. That's a bad start right there. It sounds badly. Like, like you're gonna go. It can only go downhill. I'm like, I went into your shower, <laughs> and then what fluid happened? What do you mean? What what what, I, uh, what came out of what? I so and I like to use a loofah when I'm you know scr- uh, doing body wash. So I that's I, a good question. Quickly, side note: we got a second, right? Fuck it, it's yeah, our show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. The producer John Han is not gonna cut us off. Good. I don't care. Um, okay, but uh, who doesn't use a loofah though? Like, because when you told me this story originally, you were like, "I use a loofah." I mean, I know it's kind of feminine or whatever. I didn't know. Who doesn't use a loofah? Apparently, Rocky does not. What? I don't know if he just like lathers up his hand and then ass cracks it with his fingers. Here he comes, John. You want to crank just up like, his mic? Or maybe do you just like put the bar straight on your skin? Yeah, is he just rubbing the bar on yourself? Yeah, I just rub it on, like you know, I put the lotion on the skin, but I just I I, I have <laughs> my own bar. Nobody else uses my shower. Okay, um, it's what mine. What about your girl when she comes over? I mean, she uses she does use my soap, but she but probably brings her own like body wash. She has a loofah. and a loofah. She has a little loofah. I, but I, my point was, I don't feel like it's a feminine really product. It maybe I, I, used I, I to thought be, it was girly. I used, I, I've wanted to use one for years. I used to do the soap on the skin thing. I but think then, it's gross. I think I think rubbing um, a towel the or same a, thing and then reusing it. I just wash it out real good afterwards. I mean, it's covered in more. soap. So then I just fucking wash the I shit out of it real the, good. I, you know, I grew water. up with people that did it, but it's just, for me, I just put the soap on there, I rub it up, I get there, and then I actually, uh, you know, kind of let it kind of soak in. Okay. And that's it. And then All I right. don't need, then what do you do with that nasty towel? Now you're doing extra laundry. Not the towel. You just oh, put like the rag washcloth? up your butt, well, okay, and now funny. you're rubbing yourself. Oh, there's all these dilemmas now. Well, and, and you listen, I know, Rocky, you listen, I don't know if you're caught up to this point, but to the uh, the podcast we've mentioned several times. Scrubs. Uh, yeah, Fake Doctor Scrubs. Scrubs podcast. Fake yes. Doctor's Real Friends. They have this whole divide. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Donald Faison, uh, Chocolate Bear, the black gentleman on the show, uh, and Zach Braff is the white gentleman. Donald Faison contends that all black people use washcloths in the shower. And whenever they talk to people, I have white heard and that. black, they ask them, and it's he's pretty much so far been right based on the, the, the surveying they've done on the show. I think it might be Southerners. It, okay, maybe. But when I was coming up, I did use a, uh, a washcloth. Originally, um, I used a washcloth in the shower when I was a kid just because there wasn't like a loofah thing. And then uh, loofahs became like kind of the deal. And I kind of just transferred it. Yeah, I'm not like ashamed to be using one. But I mean, when me fucking clean when I was at your place, I wasn't able to. So I thank you for not using my loofah. And then I I just like I look down at my body and there my pubes are just sitting there. And I I know there's no way I'm the first one to have thought of this. So so you're telling us you got a quarantine bush. But I so I good to know. It's not that Good bad, to but know. It, it's enough there that I can loofah that. <laughs> oh my god! Like a pube loofah. Oh yeah, you and, lather it up real good, <laughs> gross. and then use. What is that? Gro- is that gross? I mean, because uh, nobody wants to think about like, oh, you I'm can using use my that. pubes as my home base for my soap, and then I spread the pube soap all over my body. At some generally, <laughs> pube soap is the pube and asshole, or should be if you think logically, the last areas to be cleaned up. Because in your mind, they're probably the dirtiest. But at some point, Feet, asshole, crotch. That's wait, your dirtiest areas. Right? Right? Armpits. I feel like when you lather it yeah, enough. Yeah, top to bottom like a car, Rocky says. Agreed. I feel like when you lather it enough, then that is clean to the point where that's probably the cleanest part on your body. Once it becomes a pube loofah, 
Then it's the, okay, because you've already one. cleaned it. Yeah, it's it's the and whole then, theory where Rocky goes, well, the loofah's dirty afterwards. But I say, well, no, I wash it out real good. You're saying I wash my pubes out real good, and then they're clean. And from there, I spread the clean pube soap all yeah. over my body. <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pube That's, soap, by the way, what Rocky gets every time he wash rubs that bar all over his pubes. Yeah, uh, no, I knew you would get a kick out of that. Are Rocky's one. pubes? Do they match the drapes? Are they green too? I don't know. Oh, Questions did, for a future. I think he dies them. He dies them. Yeah, panic, yeah. panic on his dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Um, but should we? Anyways, okay. We uh, digress. We, it, it gets better because you just got a new place. Oh yeah, and, totally. And a new we're car. gonna blow right through that. Not a new car or a new place. Both of which very old. No, kind of crappy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but but they do. One provides wheels. The other provides a roof. If things get bad, one provides both. You know, no, what yeah. I mean? you got a new car, a new car in a new place that you're staying at now, which so things are starting to look up a little bit more for you. Yeah, to downplay no, that's it. To quote mean. Uh, Mel Gibson, freedom. Yeah, but yeah, full disclosure, your place is falling apart any <laughs> wow, day now. Dude, I think Jesus Christ, I think any that's day. That's rough, dude. If I were to be totally honest with oh, you, man, I thank you for your honesty. Hadn't ridden in the car yet. <laughs> um, it seems to hold together well. I uh, hit a, I hit a, a I was uh well I, in full disclosure also the the uh the speedometer is not working right now so I had no idea how fast I was going down a brick road last night and but it was too fast I know that because I hit a, <laughs> a hard uh, a hard kathunk you know a big old bump and it was uh not probably not ideal but the tires held up. It doesn't yeah. look like uh, our friend Rocky's truck or your back tire of your car, John Hannon. Why? Well, yeah, and I have also a- headboard fully operating. <laughs> I, I, like no you, hoarding going on in my car either. We saw when you walked into uh, like your house, the door frame was kind of like on a slant, and, I, and like and in then, my yeah, in my bedroom, it's just at the top, and they had to cut the door to fit that angle. It's like. Like a dwarf house. I mean, it's not short, but it's like the, it's like a like <laughs> no, a, something you'd see in a weird painting. It's it, like but an it, abstract house painting because it's like a smaller in size, but it's kind of cozy too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Once I get it set up, it's gonna be it's gonna be it'll be cool. I need a new TV in the living room already. That shit, that thing is fucking shit. Yeah. Is it one bathroom or do yes. you have your own? No, one no. bathroom. Um, I do have a roommate, so um, there has been. You know, just like a, and I've shared a bathroom with roommates in the past, but uh, th- in those cases, I kind of like, I don't know, we, our schedules with uh, bathroom usage synced up a little better. In this case, um, a lot of times in the mornings when I get up uh, just to, to take a piss in the morning or whatever, uh, my roommate, it'll be the same time, ironically enough, that my, my roommate will be in there taking a shower. Um, oh, so my God. One of the first days that happened uh, this week. Well, it happened. It actually happened this morning, John. Uh, I got up, <laughs> and, uh, but I learned from my previ- previous mistake, and I uh, went out back, and I uh, I uh, dangled my angle uh, in the backyard, and I took care of business because what, what, I learned what, a hard lesson. What was your previous mistake? I learned then? a hard lesson one of the first uh, mornings I was there because I woke up to uh, use the bathroom. Thank God it was only a pee, uh, and, uh, and I go to use it, uh, roommates in the bathroom, um, and I luckily, I uh, was like, well, I'll go out back, but I only had my sandals and I had to go. I, I didn't like feel like I had time to put on like shoes and cause the grass is a little fucking tall and shit out back. And I was like, I don't want to like get bit by a snake while I'm taking a piss. Right. So I was and like, there are people and I that, had to that go. Feel, there are people that feel comfortable enough when someone's showering to use the bathroom. It like. Like, yeah, we're not there yet. No, 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 no. No, we're not there yet. There is yeah. a there is a non see through shower curtain, so it's not like he would have seen me. But no, we're definitely not like there. Like me yet. and my girl do that, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. different, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, n- uh, my roommate's not my man, so, so, what, so uh, we're not there yet. So what did you do? So I had a bottle in my room, um, 
I, I, I did think about it. I was like, well, I could, I, I'm not pissing in the kitchen sink either. That's disgusting. Oh, no. So I had an empty bottle. And I was inspired by my roommate who, when we were moving, had to pee while we were at the storage unit. And uh, I was like, oh, the bathroom's in the in the office up front. And he was like, nah, it's way too fucking far. I'll use this Gatorade bottle. And he went to the corner of the storage unit and fucking pissed in the oh, Gatorade bottle. No. So I was like, well, homeboy just did it, my roommate. And uh, he just <laughs> did it at the storage place. So fucking, and cheers to you, sir. Uh, I'm going to piss in this fucking empty bottle. Well, the lid of the <laughs> bottle was, the, the mouth of said bottle was an 18-ounce bottle, by the way. I looked afterwards. Um and you'll find out why. Um, the mouth of the bottle was just wide enough to where the the girth of the mouth hole uh, was uh, just smaller than the girth of uh, the mushroom head. Oh, my God. So I had to smush the – not smush, but like I had to just make <laughs> sure I held force uh, or on the bottle to said mushroom head so that all fluids would go into the bottle because I'm in my room, by the way. Did I it have did no it, like sanitary environment to do this in with a toilet or Did anything. it overflow? It didn't, no, no, 18 ounces. It definitely did not then overflow. Then you gotta pull out and like, <laughs> pull out. It's emergency. But, so I start going and, uh, everything's working out fine. My angle and my dangle is great. It's like going right in the bottle, no drippage, but I'm holding such a tight seal that the bottle is connected to the head. And, uh, like the, the skin suctioned on it, the... it didn't, no, it didn't suction. No, because it wasn't like in there. It was just around the, the hold on the tip. And oh was, my but, God. But as the, as the volume of the air in the bottle is going away, it's creating pressure. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh God. And so I didn't, I couldn't really stop. So I just kind of like moved a little bit and the, the, the seal that was created had popped and <laughs> oh, no. it just was like a little, <laughs> a little, and it, it puffed off a little bit and just a little <laughs> spritzel, like a, just a little spritzel, like sprayed around. And I was oh. like, Oh God, but I held it. I, I held it. And then I held just a little gap of air in there. So that didn't happen. But all said and done, this 18 ounce bottle probably fucking filled up with like at least 12 to 14 ounces. Man. I was get I was worried. I, as I'm peeing in it, and it's becoming full. After I took care of the seal issue, um, <laughs> the seal issue. Tears <laughs> from a rose on the grave. Uh, but as I fixed that, I was worried that it was going to overflow, and I'm. And the first thing that came to mind was Dumb and Dumber, when fucking Harry's like, uh, "I, uh, it's filling up. Give me another <laughs> oh, bottle." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, where where do I go? I can't stop once I've started. It stings." And I was, I didn't even have another bottle. I would have had. I would have been. I, I don't know, know pissing in a trash to can pinch that off. You cannot. No, no not for that, that long. No. Hell no. No. So, no. So it worked out. Everything was fine. I washed my hands like a goddamn good Samaritan, good citizen. So a good Samaritan, because then I gave candy to, to elderly people. Wait, how long have you been there? A week? Yeah. Yeah, week today. This has already happened like twice. Where you got to figure out. A, well, I a peed in a bottle once, but the the pee thing. Yes, I was like, I decided this morning to go out back. I braved the elements in my sandals and said, "Fuck it. If there's a snake, I'll run him off." Aside from my own snake, peeing in a bottle, baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> Come on and piss me out. <laughs> oh my god, freestyle. That is rough. You're like you just started living there, and it's. Oh, uh, we'll we'll sync it up, or we'll I'll just be like, bro, let's get tight enough where I'll just like I'll I'll give a hard knock, stick my head in, and be like, it's just me pooing. Don't peek your head out here. Don't look. Yeah, and I'll just uh, squeeze out a hot one. No, no, if you poop, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I was gonna. Say, I'm leaving a coiler, but I won't flush, so it won't fuck up your water pressure, bro. You're good. If you have to just pit- flush when you get out, there'll be a hot coiler in there. No, 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 no. If you have to piss, you can come on in. That's fine and dandy, okay. great. Okay, you're not gonna be taking a shit while it's getting no humid shits. in the bathroom. Oh, I hate that. Sometimes I gotta do 
that, and then obviously there's no bottle situation there. I need a bucket for my room, by the way. Remind me to stop at Home Depot when we leave. But um, uh, dig a I, hole uh, and get a bucket. I, I can't obviously do that. So some days I have to like hold it, and I'm like, you know, like uh, doing the poo dance. And I got to wait on him to come out, obviously, on that one. So he comes out, and I just like, whoo, I scurry in there, and it's so humid, bro. I'm like sauna shitting. Sauna shitting is not ideal. Because I feel like it's it tra- the smell travels more when it's like heat and like it's kind of wetter air. I maybe. Oh, I don't even want to talk know about it. Travels more, but you can <laughs> you taste know. it. No, you yeah. can taste the heat. No, we, well, we can definitely move on, and it's probably is this chocolate. But because I, I went out a few times this week, so I went to, to another restaurant. I'm not going to say where, but I was. In, I got so uncomfortable, it's and like I flicked Donald's. I've never had this happen to me, and I was just sitting, you know, minding my own business, uh, you know, drinking beer, eating whatever, and I'm like looking across the bar, and like I don't know, this couple maybe they're on their first date, or you know, their relationship is still new, mm-hmm. so they have like all that uh, PDA shit. Oh, okay, very public. But the guy looks a little older. He's in a really nice suit, like super gelled back hair. The lady's definitely younger. Oh, and prostitute. Where I start to feel uncomfortable is I'm sitting there and I just, you know, I'm looking around the bar, not really into anything in particular. And then I see her looking at me, but what she's doing, she's hooking up with that guy. And her eyes are dead open over his shoulder while she's kissing this guy, staring at me. Oh, so she's kissing a dude with her eyes open one. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's automatically <laughs> weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I and she's staring at me, not blinking. And for and then I like look around like maybe she's looking at something else I don't know and then I'm I'm looking around and what? no she, and I she's look staring you dead in your eyes bro for seconds bro what it felt like an eternity are you there with Sam no okay. no 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 okay still I would say that's like another whole level of Sam's there too but damn dude that's I don't know step one is like I said the kissing for an extended period of time with your eyes open if they're like making out kissing and your eyes are open that's weird right nobody does that right you don't do that do you no hell no right if you caught Sam like with her eyes open while you're making out you'd think that was weird right well, if I called her, then my eyes are open. And then well, I know, but, but what, <laughs> I'm just saying, weird. what if you popped them open and hers are open? You can tell she's staring over <laughs> your shoulder at another dude. You're like, what the fuck, babe? What's going on? That's creepy. Don't do that. Close your eyes when we yeah, kiss. What the From fu- then on, I feel like you'd put your hand on her face just to make sure her <laughs> eyes are closed when you're kissing. Or you only kiss her while she's sleeping. I mean, The I, old sleeping beauty syndrome. I mean, I, I think I maybe opened my eyes when I was like first getting into kissing, you know, like middle school. Right, because you didn't know. Yeah. I, right. I, I, so, wow, was this girl that young? Uh, no, since no. she was younger, was she middle school age? <laughs> yeah. Did someone call the pedo cops on this guy? They, uh, I think, after that, they went out to Palm Beach to Epstein's mansion <laughs> over there <laughs> along the coast. Uh, no, but I just, I felt it felt like an eternity. It was probably maybe seven and eight seconds because, like I said, I, I looked around to see what that she was looking is at. An eternity. I looked back at her. She's still looking at me. Felt fucking weird uh, about it. And I'm not trying to sit there and say like I look like a good dude. So you know that's why I'm not trying to toot my horn about my looks or anything right. she just probably wanted something a little younger who knows what she the reason- like her sausage quite so aged i and i did have to make it a point that guy was older okay he was he was sugar daddy for sure <laughs> john's like i'm a poro so just fucking love me yeah i don't have the money love me for does. my sexiness <laughs> bitch i ain't got no money yeah no 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 um okay Okay, so that was our little clipped montage of um, uh, what was it? Not not the unplanned or bloopers. That was personal stories. Personal and stories. Man, were they personal? Well, oh my god, I don't want to hear about pu- fucking pimples or pubes ever again in my life. <laughs> 
Take me back to the first 100 when John was talking about shoving puke down a drain with his toe there, in the shower. There may be. A- uh, <laughs> I, I miss the good old days. <laughs> There's a few moments where I guess I may overshare a little bit. Yeah, well, that's the name of the game, though, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's other stuff that I could get to that's, like, way too personal. Oh, I have stories. Ooh, see, oh. Dick knows. Oh, my God. See, he, he has, has some stories. Dick stories. But, you know he, anything about John's he dick? he has stories. No, I have stories, too. <laughs> I have stories. I swear to it's, uh, yeah. It goes, yeah, it's like, you guys are Osceola <laughs> High School chums. Yeah, the longer you know each like someone, the more it becomes like a... Like a standoff, like yeah, in the like West. a Mexican standoff. Like, like if you fire and blackmail, oh, I get it. Because you were in Osceola. Oh, oh, Mexican God. standoff. So. Cowboys oh! would have more of a it's more of a Puerto Rican standoff, but that's fine. That's where you still hug, Cap. <laughs> we, were, we, were cow- we were cowboys with a K, which was the lamest thing. You know what that means? But yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two more of those cowboys, and you got yourself quite a group that nobody liked. <laughs> then we. Uh, one of the stories was about you getting a, a not so new place and a not so new car. Yep, I but mean, peeing in a in a new bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, I think we included that one. <laughs> yeah, we. I think there was a story about PDA in there. Yep. Um, PDA, PP, and bottles. Yeah, are we blue and pimples and assholes? What do you know? Sometimes we go there, folks. Yeah, we do. Well, it's personal stories. That's what you get. The podcast is explicit for a reason. Mm. Right. Um, it's been explicit since day one. So we say fuck a lot. That's, it, it, that's like a, <laughs> I say fuck a lot. That's There's like a, a show oh, where j- where I think that we stopped counting, but at one point I think there was probably like thirty fucks said by me. Oh, I, and John had to go back and clip some out, and those, even and still in the description, he still wrote in there. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta get those numbers. <laughs> up. No, that's uh, the rookie move is to just say fuck a million times. I I felt terrible after I when mm-hmm. I went back and listened. I was like, oh, this sound it sounds so like. I had no other words, and I was just like, fucking, fucking, fucking drinks, guys. That's <laughs> like, f- everything was a fucking. It gets, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, especially we when, say you, it a lot. when you get into a topic, it can be easy to use that as a filler word. I mean, because it, it's you like can, an or um. Yeah, it's like an um. Uh, yeah. It, it's easy to. Um's a real bad one. Yeah, oh my that God. That gets everybody. That the worst. I used to count John when he used to do it in the old shows. Yeah, it's so hard to get away from. Oh, I just, I don't anymore. He's still, it may not be um anymore, but he's just, he, as we talked about evolution, he's evolved it to like a different, like a ooh or an err or something. God knows any combination of weird sounds. Sometimes I just try to scat a little bit until I get scat there. Like, I'll just be uh, uh, Stop I'll be, throwing uh, your no. shit at me, John. <laughs> this is not a zoo. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I, I'll skip a little, and, and then I get to my point. Skip do. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so this is what I was actually trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know he does do that. It sounds like John's rewinding himself for a second, and then the thought <laughs> comes out. Uh, okay, so shot to one fifty. Yeah, again? well, to uh, to hey. the to personal stories and uh, to this next clip segment that we are sharing, yeah. which is uh, what's oh, our next the, one? Oh, the, well, the next one we have is going to be the um, Tuttle. Uh, Tuttle. We don't have Tuttle on this show, so we definitely wanted to include him. And even though he's only done what thirteen or fourteen of these so far, they are bangers, and he came with the heat from very first episode. Yeah, well, and we only picked a few of them, but uh, and one of the clips is from the very first one. That's where he came in with the heat. Yeah, that was wanna, the one. I don't want to spoil it, but that's the one. Of, the topic was racism. Ooh, right. Uh, I forget. Honestly. I know. I'm pretty sure it was racism. And the story is, I don't want to give it away, but uh, his parents' porn habits, maybe. Okay. Is that the story. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Okay. Of, a little bit of a discovery. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. You know, like on the topic of oversharing, Tuttle <laughs> sometimes oversharing life, and I love that. Sometimes when, when he's awake and breathing. That's my favorite Oversharing constantly. <laughs> Love that guy, man. That's why we included him on the show and uh, made that a segment. There's been a few other ideas like uh, like in the future, you know, mm-hmm. in, talk, in terms of talking moving forward, that he wants us to be involved in. 
Yeah. Which yeah, I'm yeah. not opposed to at no, all. Exactly. We oh, talk- I heard about that. Oh, did you? Did oh, John, I, John oh, clue you uh, No, bit? I actually ran into it uh, while driving to work one day. Oh, yeah. Why uh, well, lost? People talk. People talk, and then I guess people were talking, and it, and Dick heard. I somehow found out. That's cool, yeah. man. Lil Birdie told him. Yeah, I, 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 that's like some of my favorite things, because only has that been happening more recently, but people will text message me or message me and say, hey, they were saying this or that about you on this show, and it's, oh, it's sometimes it's a hey, different. I love that. I don't care if it's shit talking or what. Yeah, well, I don't even care if you mentioned my my podcast on your show. Thank you. I and like um, even if I hate you and you're a piece of shit, you know I'm talking about breakfast food. But um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we, we appreciate you keeping our name in your mouth. Exactly. I I'm, appreciate keeping some else in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that says Dick. I don't like ah! it. <laughs> it all comes full circle in your mouth. Yeah. See, I never mind that sort of thing because like one thing I did notice because uh, me and Dick were reminiscing about this actually a little bit. Dick and um, I. While while the clips were playing. <laughs> Dick, Dick and I. Dick and where? Dick and two eyes. We were, we were talking about it like how I first got into the show and it was like uh, my car radio died so I wasn't listening to music. Then I started listening to talk shows because I was using an earbud. Mm. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I got into talk shows feeling like I could do one myself. Uh, and, and now, the, since I have a podcast and a second one that I'm a producer on, it I don't listen to shows as much. No? So That's it's a shame. It's harder to get around to them. It kind of or, is a shame. Is it just because of time or because you just don't want to listen to more bullshit talking? <laughs> some of it is some of it is you do so much bullshit talking. Yeah, some of it is time and then some of it is um I don't know, for me now I've been like on the kick of you know, put it in a three minute video or four minute video and uh you know, so whether it's something interesting on YouTube or something. Oh yeah. Whatever it is. Right. Well, I feel like uh, your taste taste kind of ebb and flow too. Like I used to, and I still do listen to a good bit of podcast, but and I feel like with me, I listen to podcasts primarily when I'm working. So, mm. like, because when same. I'm at home, it's hard for me if I'm just sitting around at home. I can't just sit there and on my couch and listen to a podcast. You know, I if mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, I would prefer to watch TV. I need the visual medium. So if I'm at home, I'm you know, and I'm not doing anything, I'm like watching TV. So when I'm at work, when my hands are busy, I can just pop in my earbud and I just listen to podcasts. But because I haven't been, you know, my work has been cut back and I've been working less hours, you know, my my podcasting has become much less. But I still have my core group of shows I I rotate through. But I feel like it ebbs and flows. If I start working another day shift again and I get full on time, you know, full time, I'll go right back into listening to more shows and I'll have to up my content a little. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I could explain better why I don't listen to as many as I used to. I don't know what what the yeah, difference is. You owe is. us all an explanation. <laughs> you come up with that, you write it out for 151 and after our new intro you can tell us. Uh, this uh <laughs> what, what, what this numbskull? This numbskull? Is it um, making you numb? Yeah, we oh, I'm yeah. Numb. Oof, dick has drained it. Honestly? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the shots or drain you the know, dick. Drain that dick. You got it. <laughs> the 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 Shots of cannonball are, are doing me in a little bit. Yes. But this numb skull. I'm not that, even. I poured mine. I'm going to no, I'm gonna be honest. I brought it over. It was my baby. I poured it right down the drain. Just call <gasps> me Casey Anthony. It is strong. <laughs> <laughs> Murdered my own baby. <laughs> uh, but it was. I didn't. I didn't care for it. And I wanted to go out and party at night. So I. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I told him there was pizzas in my trunk. But. Uh, <laughs> and if you. Think, I didn't like it. So I poured it down the drain. That's my story. If you think it to that it. that's bad. Then uh, you got to listen to some of these Tuttles Ten. I know one go. of the clips is going to be ridiculous. No, two of them at least are ridiculous. They're, they're all ridiculous. Uh, but okay, so we're going to uh, turn it over to what we think were some of the best Tuttles Tens of the ones we got so far. That's right. I hope you guys enjoy them. If this is your first show, I hope you stick around, and uh, I hope this doesn't run you off too much. Yeah, Tuttle, <laughs> take it away. Greetings and welcome. 
also on that day, I learned that my dad has a fetish of sexually recreating moments from history, like the civil rights movement. I found a handful of Polaroids, and all these pictures had to have been taken the year that I was away at summer camp because some of these details, the sets, they were detailed because my dad had transformed the living room of our double wide trailer to look like an old style Woolworths shopping plaza and my mom in blackface wearing a sundress sitting at the countertop diner table with what looks like a day laborer that my dad hired at the local Piggly Wiggly to play a cop from the south harassing an innocent African American woman just trying to order some grits. <laughs> oh yeah, it got worse. I forgot it got worse after uh, bald pussy on? and cancer coochie. I totally forgot it went to blackface. First episode, guys. First drop. Thank you, Tuttle. Polaroids and and uh, uh, scenes, uh, historical scenes, and uh, to make them sexy and role play. I, I love I the references he's making. The Woolworths diner counter was uh, was <coughs> pivotal in the civil rights movement. Holy and shit! And I love that he just fucking referenced that, dude. This is guys guys smarter than you give him credit for. People, these ten minutes are a roller coaster. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's three minutes left. Let's see how much worse it gets. Guys. Let's go. <laughs> While my dad plays the starting quarterback of the local high school football team, wearing his letterman's jacket, shielding her from the barrage of racial insults being thrown her way. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. I'm not going to go into great detail about this next Polaroid. I'm just bringing it up to show you that my dad does have a fetish when it comes to the civil rights movement, but it is a picture, once again, common theme, my mom up against a red brick wall while my dad has a mangy German shepherd that most likely would have been euthanized if my dad wouldn't have adopted him from the Humane Society. Then, oh, look at there, that same familiar day labor that my dad must have hired him for multiple shoots, dressed up as a firefighter, shooting my mom in blackface with a hose. So let me recap this. Mom in blackface. Dad with a mangy German shepherd that he got from the Humane Society that would have been euthanized. And the day labor, dressed as a firefighter, shooting my mom with a hose. My dad has some kinks, but coming around full circle, Full circle. Full circle. How does and he, how and do you your bring, dad jerks off to that? How do you bring all of this around a full circle? <sighs> He's going to wrap it somehow into his mom's coochie currency. <laughs> you ask about... The most crypto of all cryptocurrencies. You ask one question and it... Oh, I, oh man. Okay. Which I'm not. I don't hold out hope for the future. But if I was an optimist, I would have this type of future in store. 2075, we make a breakthrough where we're able to communicate with plants and talk to them. And we find out from them, yes, it does hurt. When we cut them down for paper and, and toilet paper to be able to wipe our ass. How would you feel if you were chopped down and your corpse was used to wipe somebody's ass? That would be like, when you die, I'm going to take your limbs and I'm going to wipe the most disgusting shit that I've ever taken in my life just to clean up and i'm gonna throw you away like you were nothing okay well he took a hard <laughs> stance right off the bat go figure tuttle no is known for doing this but uh my thing here is uh really you're gonna wipe 
asses of those living with those of us dead or or alive. You're going to kill us so you can wipe your asses with us when we could be perfectly good food. What a future. We're food. Look at <laughs> yeah. any movie alive. Have you heard of it? They plane crash. Andes. They live on the ass cheeks of the fucking dead people buried in the snow. They're 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 maintained and they're kept fresh by being packed in the snow. They slowly eat the ass cheeks until they're the the rest are safe. Uh, <laughs> Soylent Green, for God's sake. Soylent Green is people. Charlton Heston's been screaming it for decades. Yeah, that's a uh... we're food. And even after all the years of poor treatment by us and plants, they share their secrets with us and they teach us the secrets of photosynthesis where we no longer have to eat. We end world hunger with our alliance with all plant life. And after decades of world hunger being ended, cows, since we no longer eat cows, they multiply and become the dominant species on planet Earth. Wait, how did he jump to the cows being the dominant species because we no longer eat them? I think he went over it. I just missed it. I was really getting high. Uh, but no, <laughs> but yeah, this guy's really stoned. And yeah, uh, so wait, wait. We're not eating cows no more? Because I'm still eating cows. You ain't stopping me from eating no cows. I, I don't see us not. We're, we're Hindus now? I didn't get that memo. <laughs> yeah. The Olympic Games is not about the people or the athletes. It's all about the big, wealthy business owners and politicians making a money grab. And that's all it's about because they are willing to pit your city in financial ruin, kick you out of your house, kick you out of your neighborhood just because of your race or religion to make it the image of how great this city is. And then after everybody's come and gone, you're left in ruins. All right, guys. John, Chris, funny to informant. Hope you enjoyed today's one. I don't think it's what you thought you were going to get. The Olympic Games are good. I watch them, but I'm also an American. I don't give a fuck about human rights, so fuck them. I just want to see guys doing amazing things of athletic ability. Check out the Tuttle Daily Podcast available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes Podcast, and the TuneIn Radio app, as well as 315. I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you, John, Chris, Funny doing for me. <laughs> Thank you, Tuttle. Thanks, Tuts. Wow, man. What a, what a way to leave us, bud. On a high <laughs> note at that, I don't give a fuck about uh, human rights. And uh, But yeah, we await your reply next week from the bottom of that well. Yeah, he turned into a chipmunk yeah, and then yeah. went down a well. All right. <laughs> Because this guy was on top of his game, but they called him the toy box killer. Now, he would kidnap people. And the creepiest thing about this, he would kidnap women, him and his chick in the backwoods. They would kidnap them. Now, they took this old semi trailer, turned it into a torture room, a dungeon room, and they would kidnap the youngest women that they could find. And make them sex slaves. And the creepiest thing about it. He did this so many times. He didn't want to have to give this speech. He recorded himself. Explaining what's going to happen to these people that he held captive. And I've got the audio. The The authorities have never released the real audio of David Parker Ray explaining what's going to happen to these women. They, they released the transcripts, but people have voiced them. 
And this is the best one. This is what I would think David Parker Ray would sound like. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? Now, this is not somebody just making up what they think David Parker Ray was saying. This is the actual transcripts that authorities released. I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you, in detail, why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993. And just to let you know, David Parker Ray was not caught until early 2000. As a general advisory tape for future female captives. You were obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared. Or very pissed off. You probably think you're going to be raped, and you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is in what you've got between your legs. You'll be raped, thoroughly and repeatedly, in every hole you've got. Because, basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Uh, I suppose it is to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. I'm sorry, this is about the time. If I was in that situation, I would be freaking the fuck out. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it a fucking bit. Sometimes I like to put on a little show that you won't like at all. You'll be taken into the living room and put on the floor on your hands and knees, naked. All right, Chris, John. I don't know what type of show you guys do. Just giving you a heads up. I completely understand if you want to take this part out of your podcast. It's kind of fucked up. It really is. It's hardcore. So do whatever you want with it. I'm just trying to show you how fucked up serial killers are. Your wrists, ankles, knees, and hips will be strapped to a metal frame to hold your body in that position. The frame is designed for doggy fucking, your ass up in the air, sex organs exposed, your tits hanging down on each side of a metal support bar, knees spread about 12 inches, positioned similar to that of a bitch dog in heat. Guys, I'm just letting you know this is real verified transcripts. They've never let, they've never actually released the real audio. This is a guy that took the transcripts, read it so people would be able to hear it. But this is real. This is not like a Hollywood movie script horror stuff. This is real fucking life. Right in the middle of the floor so we can sit on the couch and in chairs. And watch. I'm going to rub canine breeder's musk on your back, the back of your neck, and on your sex organs. Now I have three dogs. All of them's male, because I don't need any fucking pups. One of them is a very large German shepherd that is always horny, and he loves it when I bring him in the house to fuck a woman. 
after I let him in the house, he'll sniff around you a little bit, and within a minute, he'll be mounting you. There's about a 50-50 chance which hole he'll get his penis into, but it doesn't seem to bother him whether it's the pussy or the asshole. Okay, I don't have first-hand knowledge of this, but we raised hunting dogs. My dad was into raising fox hunting and deer hunting dogs, and we bred them all the time. And if you don't know, a dog gets this knot on the end of his dick when they're having sex, and dogs get attached to each other, and, and sometimes they can't get separated for a couple of minutes. Just giving you a precursor of what's about to be said. His penis is pretty thin. It goes in easy. But it's about 10 inches long, and when he gets completely excited, it gets a hell of a knot right in the middle of it. Now, I've had slaves tell me that it feels like they got a baseball inside of him. It doesn't take long. He's going to hump you real fast for about three or four minutes. While he's doing it, he'll wrap his front legs around your chest to hold himself in position. And in the process, he'll probably scratch your tits up a little bit with his claws. All right, I'm not trying to shock jock, but scratched up titties from dog claws, kind of hot. What the fuck? What is going on? What is this record? What did Tuttle? What did Tuttle just say? What is this recording? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> this is brutal. Well, I will say I am trying to shock jock and. Uh... Quote, Scratched Up Dog Claw Tits, a memoir on radio internship by Tuttle Parker Ray. Has a really nice ring to it for your book, Tuds. Oh, this is rough. Scratched this Up Dog rough. Claw Tits. My God. Re- is it rough? And I mean, Tuttle, he goes, he, <laughs> Tuttle gets a little weirder and weirder every That's time. That's insensitive. And this is, he, I, yeah, I can't take this with a straight face. That's why I'm making jokes, because it's horrible. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I... I just don't cannot believe what I'm hearing. I've never heard of uh, David Parker Ray. David Parker Ray, yeah, I know. I've never heard of this guy before in my life. Me neither. I not. I'm not. Was not aware of the Toy Box Killer. These. It was th- in the 90s too. It sounds. This audio makes it sound like it was way old in the 60s. That this recording is, is haunting. Oof, that well, is. Oh. I hope if you were listening and you were, you know, easily offended uh, that you took his warnings. He warned you a couple times throughout that, uh, as though there was very harsh things coming. So I hope you took that warning. And heated it if yeah. he needed it. And let it go on record. Tuttle thinks it's kind of hot that the the dog scratches. Not titties. myself. I just like it Not as me. a book title for Tuttle. Okay, and if you are still with us through the Tuttle's ten after that, then you need as much as we need another shot. Yes, yes, Aye. we have it here. Cheers. Zagazui, to episode 150. 150 and Tuttle's Crazy 10 and Tuttle joining us as part of the show. Yeah, especially when you're clipping some of Tuttle's 10 moments. It um, you know, it, it can actually really... Make you reflect on your life a bit. Show, and yeah. the choices that you've made to get here. Because then it's like <laughs> multiple... Because like even one Tuttle's 10 a week is like, ooh, wow, like a little brutal. Yeah. And so when you mash them together, <laughs> yeah, right? it is it's like... the mashup, the ultimate uh, disgusting. An overload, if you will, oh, of... Yep, uh, disgusting overload. Of Tuttle, yeah. But um, And the next one that we have but, um, is a great one. I'll be here all week. 
Yeah. What? Mm. Sorry. You said but um and it needed a hi hat. We're here every week. <laughs> we're, we're, like, did you even do your shot? No. Quit waving that I full not, shot in my face. Sorry. God. I was like, cheers. Down. You go, guys did them. Yeah. Then, I like that go, you kept go. it rolling while I did my shot and Yay. were professional. I will do the same while you do your shot and then make a weird face and drink that pumpkin beer like a basic bitch. How do you like Ugh. this? What do you think of the pumpkin? I needed a chaser. The pumpkin beer is good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like? Yeah. Dick That's, was nice enough to bring that. That's a good beer. It's only pump. obviously out in this time of year. I'm a year. basic bitch. I love pumpkin spice. <laughs> pumpkin spice and everything nice. Every t- every single year, pumpkin comes out earlier and earlier. It's August every year. It's I like, said okay. it recently. Somebody was talking about. Uh, some, oh God! There it is. Oh my God! Rocky oh, comes in clutches. Fuck. In a bottle. Okay. You're gonna make oh, me jizz a little bit. And this is a, a flashback. You want to talk about clip shows? Just last week, we talked to an episode 149. We talked to our buddy uh, Nas, uh, Tony Barrett. Well, that's our next category. It's like our guests that we've had oh, on. Well, this stuff. is wow, full circle. <gasps> oh what my it, god, how that's is it, Dick? Amazing. We've never had it. So our oh friend, my god, our, that's amazing. Our guest last week brought this, uh, brought a four pack of crazy sodas, and they were all different. So those are the other three we drank last week. One is a grape raisin. One is Havana banana. It's got uh, Castro on it, uh, and the other one is um, what is it? Doomsday lemonade. Look at Kim and it's got Oon on it, Look yeah, at or, it. or Ill. One of them, I don't know, but all uh, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they were calling those um, um, oh, like uh, dictator beers, dictator drinks, or, or dictator something? sodas. Oh, okay, okay. But dictator uh, sodas. This is the one that got left on in the fridge, and I thought full well that I would get uh, drinking, drunken drinking in the week we were not here with Rocky, and he saved it and pulled it out clutch I'm, right here. I am so glad. That is really good. Sorry. That's amazing. Uh, is it amazing? We were scared. Is it good, John? It is good. Okay, yeah. so this is why we didn't drink it. All of us were like, I don't know about this one. That is from pu- yeah, pumpkin well, pumpkin, pie right there. Yeah, pumpkin pie soda. Yeah. Like, how can you go wrong? I can't remember the last time I had pumpkin pie, though. That is so refreshing. It puts a smile on my face. Right? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am. I was so full well ready to just pour this down the drain behind that gross beer that I brought. And uh, no, this is really good. Rocky, you should try this. I highly recommend it. No, it is uh, it is really, really good. Give it's that amazing. a shot. Anyway, uh, uh, it was clutch that he pulled that he pulled that out right now as we allude to our interviews. Yeah. Segment, which is well, where because, we go next. Okay, so because Tony B was one of our guests, which huge thank you to him because he's been on the show now three different times. Three he, times. He's going to be like, and Two we're times. revealing it, I guess, now here too, but he's going to be helping us with the intro that we have. He's helping us, yeah. motherfucker. He's the voice of our new intro. Yeah, and we love we, you, Sam. We love you, Miguel. But we're moving on to this new chapter and. Tony Barrett Nas is the is the guy. He's yeah, perfect for it. Evolution, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're at, we have um you know like we've talked to amazing other uh, other people. Uh, Eddie Deason, um who is in Polar Express. He's a voice actor. Mister Know It All. Greece. Or, uh, Greece He's from Greece. That's a I think huge one credit. and two movie. Yeah, one and two. He didn't yeah. care too much for two. Um, that's yeah, one's uh, what he did. One's amazing. Yeah, one yeah. is iconic, absolutely. Uh, Josh Bauer, um, you know oh, the yeah, artist he was that in we've been awesome movies. That guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, we love Jay Bow. Uh, that's our guy, local artist guy. Uh, he painted uh, in the last uh, since 100. What was he on? One of those early live shows. Yeah. Uh, not even quite a year ago, he was on the show and did his first ever live painting while doing a podcast. So he was he he's done live painting where he's not been interviewed, but we interviewed him. He was active with the show the entire yeah, time. Yeah, and he's had us on his show. Good. Uh, back talk with Bauer. 
Yes, we were due to do that this week. Um, yeah, I want to tip my cap to that guy and say condolences to him. They had a uh, loss, uh, death in the family. So our appearance got postponed. We'll be back with him when he comes back to town. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure the relationship is going to continue to grow. You know, yeah. inter- and uh, you know the Kitchen Killers. We've had them on the show, and oh, we, love them. You know, and they're and they're super supportive because they've had us on too. Yeah, we've you know. yeah, definitely swapped places. They've been with us a couple times. We've been with them a couple times. We've been to some of their shows out and about. Those guys are super entertaining. And very charismatic, and I really like those Yeah, guys. and I mean, when it came down to like having to pick just a few clips for the interviews that we've had yeah. in the last 50 episodes, it was really hard to choose. It was. Um, and, and, you know, we thought that some of these ones were just kind of really interesting or kind of needed to be reiterated in case you don't want to go back and listen to them. Maybe just at hey, least hear a clip. It's the best of show. We try to give you some of the best of. Yeah, Not I, that you guys that weren't included aren't best of. Uh, but these like, we only had so much time. Yeah, well, then one of the interviews is um, uh, we talked to Jeremiah Lovelady, who is telling us because he worked at the GW Zoo, yeah, which Joe Exotic owned right at the start of COVID. So because that was relevant, the whole Tiger King. We we For were a month. was that Tiger King? Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. For that Tiger month, King. we were lucky enough to like really after a week after that came out, like get with that guy and move it along quickly to get that interview. That was, yeah, and we struck while the iron was hot so, on that. One. So one of these clips is the hiring process. Uh, oh, that, that was Joe Exotic goes through one we, of the most weird stories we heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, among many. But I mean, again, you can go back and find them in the last uh, few uh, fifty episodes. Absolutely. It's all right there. You can go back deeper than that. The, the full thing you to go back uh, and start it. Start at the beginning and listen yeah. to our evolution. And we got to hear um, Jack O'Halloran, which is another clip that we use, and he fought. George Foreman got knocked out, of course. Oh, sanctioned fight well, in a George ring. Foreman. It wasn't a street fight. It's, let's yeah. clarify. Yeah, you know, yeah. what, they weren't it's, at a bar. No. And like, yeah, somebody called somebody else a pussy. Yeah. It was a boxing match. And he lost. Why were you Handedly, mean? right? Uh, no, they, they actually made it a few rounds. Okay. Um, you know, they but actually, he got knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, well, he, as one would by George Foreman, right? Yeah. And he, and he explains it, you know. And um, there's another story where because he used to be in the original Superman. Um, when General Zod was the enemy, he was non. He n- not <gasps> non, right? non. Yeah, yeah non. Oh, you get my dick wet. He used one to hang the... out with Christopher Reeves. <laughs> oh, you got that uh, wet ass dick. Wet you got that dick. wad. <laughs> yeah, <get laughs> me that. too, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember when uh, Sid Vicious yelled at you, Coleman? Uh, how could I ever forget? <laughs> got, that moment replays itself in my nightmares frequently. Yeah, he was playing heel, and then he was screaming at you for interrupting and I, him. And I did not know that. And I was, we were early <laughs> in the interview game. And uh, to be honest, some of these names were, you know, kind of bigger. Like this guy was a star on the red. Just because I don't always know who these people are necessarily or what their huge career history their arc was i knew he was a big name and i know some of these guys are and i was intimidated in this interview walking in the door and then this guy starts yelling at me and for sure i was uh falling over the door (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he tells that story too absolutely he he, He told him he warned him didn't he yep he he knew what was going to go on this guy like supposedly his helmet was kind of making it hard for him to see i forget what his wrestler name was i forget too master invader or something yeah and then he's like this guy's gonna trip when he comes through the curtain on that little like two foot there's like a two step. by four coming out yeah sticking out or something he yeah. trips on it his helmet comes off he's yep. revealed when it was supposed to be like it was what like live on tnt yeah, or something it was supposed to be a mystery who this guy is yeah <laughs> his helmet comes right off the second he walks through the curtain oh and then uh, it's yeah. like a disney one fucking goofy <laughs> fucking falls down his head flies off and they're like oh, everybody get yeah <laughs> get goofy the fuck out of here real quick <laughs> oh that's so funny all right oh, uh, yeah but we had a lot of great ones some that we, we can't did. use some that we have uh to play for you here in a second but I want to do a toast to all of the people
people, the guests, all that of our came guests, on the show. all of our interviews, everybody that's contributed. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. And Jinx, uh, here's Jinx to you. Me a Coke. And here's some of the clips that we have from uh, some of our favorite moments with our guests. Uh, we hope you guys. Uh, enjoy this interview that we have with Sid, uh, Sid Vicious, Sid Justice, uh, Psycho Sid, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Lord the, Humongous, of the- a.k.a. <laughs> my penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get on to uh Let's to get that. to our interview. Thanks for joining us, guys. If you don't have to answer this, if you don't want to, or anything that we say, if you're not comfortable with, just let us know. You know, don't hesitate. Um, but we did uh, from our listeners say um, they had were telling us, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta try to see if you can uh, figure out what happened with that uh, the leg break that he had. You know, that big, that big uh, notorious bone break that um, from you know when you were jumping off of the top rope. Well, that doesn't have to deal with taking bumps, but yeah, that was definitely a, a well, major part of his career. It was just, it was, it was um. It was something, you know, I would, I'd never done a, you know, a, a high knee off the ropes like that before. I was asked to do it. Uh, I, I, I told them I wasn't comfortable doing it. They, they sort of pushed the issue. I did it. Then the rest, everyone knows. Oh, okay. See, so that, that's how it was explained to me was that it was kind of pressured upon you by the upper, the, the big wigs and, and, you know, at, at that, at, I won't, you know, at wherever you were, WCW, WWE at the time. Real quick. I was on the whoopee post because I left the WWF and came back uh, pretty much on my knees looking for a job. And, and I had to do, I had to sort of conform to the man, you know, being Vince McMahon. And then I worked real hard, guys, and worked myself off that whoopee post to where I forced that company to put me back on top and not just put me on top and make me the champ. And, and I did things that no one had done in the business before, you know, and I, I put that company to a point where they, people weren't getting paid. Do you know that, that for years, people weren't getting paid working for that company. No, we, we, uh, which one was that? The, the WWF. WWF, really? Yeah, McMahon, yeah, he mentioned McMahon. Yeah, that's. Did y'all ever know that? I had no, no. I would never have guessed that. Everybody, you know, I mean, as, okay. as lay people, okay. well, we see you guys I'm on TV I'm, and we figure you guys are just all to, you no, know. Guys, it was bad there, and I won't go into it. But there, people weren't getting paid sometimes for a month or so at a time. All right, so. Wow, short, I, short contracts. When I came back there. They not only started getting paid, they started getting paid well, and things changed. Like people were getting guaranteed contracts because when I came back uh, and, and took the, you know, got to the belt where I got the title, and that whole deal was that wasn't supposed to be me. That was supposed to be Vader in that spot. But me, me coming back right before that and working with Vader, and that's why I put Vader is the most important person that I work in the business because he works really hard. He let me get over it. He got me over and let me be the person I was. And that sort of forced Vince to let me be in a spot he didn't really want me in. Yeah, that's beautiful. So yeah, so so he yeah, helped so you by putting had, pressure on I, Vince. And guys, I did that by working harder than anyone else, having better interviews than anyone else, standing out better than anyone else, and running faster and far, past further past the point than anyone else. And yeah. that's how that works. Um, so, and that's and that's pretty that's what we heard from our listeners as well. I heard both, not just that you were great promos, but that you were a hard ass worker and that you were the king of the second rope is how it was worded to me. When I did my research, what was important Shut! was Oh sorry. <laughs> I was just telling him <laughs> I, was, I was gonna tell them because if you that, 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 that came off of um the old Cheech and Chong uh album I listened to as a kid. First time I ever got high. Um Big Bamboo. 
<laughs> it was a, it was Sister Monica or Sisters. It was like the class was getting you know louder and louder. She class, <laughs> class, <laughs> class. <laughs> I love and, it. And then she'd go, "Thank you." you know? Well, she at least she was polite at the end. When Psycho, yeah, you, do you remember? Did y'all, did y'all ever hear that? Yeah, I I loved all the old Cheech and Chong albums. I have Big Bamboo on 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 vinyl. Yeah, you're, you're pretty cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sid. But uh, but no, so uh... yeah, and it, and it seems like yeah, one of those one of those things too, where like you're you're a rare person to find for somebody like Joe because I I feel like you know they're they're few and far between when you're finding somebody that that will work for you uh, and just work on you know all these exotic animals yeah uh, w- without really caring yeah too with much little training of the or consequences no training. yeah right well well part of, okay for me most of it was the fact that um, when I showed up and I found out that I was going to be working and what I was getting paid because the pay was what was really Different. Okay. See, yeah, in the uh, in the documentary and on the podcast, they say I believe it's a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars a week pay. It was a hundred fifty. Yeah, hundred fifty dollars a week. Okay, hundred and fifty a week. Well, and before we get to your pay, um, how, so your brother tells you about the job, and uh, or your brother in law was it your brother or brother in law? Brother in law. Brother in law tells you about the job available, and you think, well, hell, let me go work with tigers. Like John said, you're not scared. No, you're clearly not scared. So you say, let me, you know, let's let's give this a shot, right? So what's your? How do you? How do you apply? Okay, well, I texted Joe. I just, he just had a phone number, so I texted him. I know who I was texting, if I know I was texting him or, you know, somebody who worked in his company or whatever it was. And I sent him, you know, I sent him a text saying, hey, I'm interested in a position. Um, that's basically it. I'm, I don't have really a whole lot of experience. I've always been very enthusiastic with animals. Um, I am willing to come in and work and actually, you know, do, do the work. I'm not worried about it being hard or hot or anything like that. Right. I was like, let's just, let's just do it. And that's it? And he, he just said, we'll take you? Well, no, and this is where I should have looked at it, and I should have known, maybe from at the beginning, because he asked me for a photo. Okay, that okay. makes sense. Of, I mean, your, of yourself? <laughs> uh, of myself, um, either shirtless or not. Oh, okay, that's a little weird. Oh, I like how he gave you the options. Uh, no, you could go topless. I need to come to the park, okay? Uh, everybody's going to be like, well, you should have fucking known. Or, sorry, I, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, you can cuss. You're fine. You're fine. No, yeah, you can sorry. swear. Yeah, I should have fucking known right then that that was like, like, why is that guy asking me this? And at first, to my brain, it was like, okay, he's trying to see if I'm in shape because this job is going to be very physical. Okay. I like how you're, you're then, you need the job, like, okay, so you're justifying it. it. And you yeah, don't know I you're talking it. to Crazy Joe, right? I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know who this guy was. I had no idea what was going on. And, and at the time, I was just kind of trying to find a job, and believe it or not, I was really—I needed a job. Yeah, absolutely. And so I wasn't going to like—I wasn't going to like, you know, be a little bitch and not do it. So I did it, and I didn't send—I didn't send him a topless photo. I sent him a—I pulled my shirt up to like my neck. Okay. And, and took a picture in my bathroom. Possibly even sexier. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, I, well, I have—I—I I, 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 I don't have now. At the time, I had a six-pack. Okay. Okay. Oh, you were coming. You were yeah. You were fresh off uh, out of the military. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was fresh. I was fresh out of the military, dude. I was. I was big and strong and like in great shape. Okay. Well, yeah. Cheers and to those so days. I, 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 I was there before. I sent this picture of me with my shirt up, with like a six pack, and he sent back within like oh, I think it was like like twenty seconds. You have the job. Come on. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. I mean, knowing his his sexual preference. Oh man, and I was like, okay, this is kind of, this is kind of different. Let's see how it kind of rolls. Because at the first, I just wanted to see how it went. I'm always willing to give something a chance. I, I'm a very, like, 
like strong, you know, like will person. Hello? Hi, uh, Mr. Larry Hankin? You bet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is uh, John and Chris from uh, Funny to Informing. That's John. This is Chris. How you doing, Mr. Hankin? I'm doing fine. Uh, I guess I'm doing fine. You know, who knows? <laughs> it's all relative. It's very relative. Okay, um, yeah, so we appreciate you taking some time out of your day to uh, talk to us. Yeah, super excited, man. Thank you again. Yeah, we've... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of excited, you know, <laughs> you guys. Kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we yeah. we preluded uh, a little bit before giving you a call about you know some of the things that you're you're known for you know with um you know your your features in Friends and uh, you know the um uh, Billy Madison and uh, uh this, uh some of your own Breaking work. Bad. Breaking I mean, you're, Bad. Yeah, your career yeah. spans spans decades at this point, man. You're you're a pro- is this fair calling you a prolific character actor? Um. I, I guess it should be, you can call me anything you want. <laughs> People have called me worse, but, um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the other thing is I never thought of that or even saw it that way. But I, I guess, you know, uh, with all the credits I keep on having people tell me about, I guess I am, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, well. It never, occur- it never occurred to me. I didn't think of it that way. I was just trying to pay the rent, you know? That's really what it was. I mean, that is a fit. I mean, because you seem uh, super down to earth, and we've had a few phone conversations so far before, you know, doing this interview, and um, you seem like you're extremely likable and just down to earth in general. But yeah, between all of those things that you do, um, you know, all of the, you know, the different features that you've made and cameos for different shows and, you know, movies, and how do you uh, keep track of it all? Or do you um, necessarily even um, remember too much of like what you did maybe 30 years ago? Yeah, I imagine you're. You're a busy guy. <laughs> That's a very funny thing to say to an actor. Um, because, you know, I mean, you, you, you work real hard. You work real hard, but then there's like, you know, three months in between where you're not a busy guy. Uh, you know, it works like that. But, but no, I never thought about the... Um, Either the ramifications or what I was doing or, or why I was doing it. It was just paying the rent. I, I wanted to get uh, more money so I could make some films. I was using, and I always have, uh, used uh, acting as a ATM for making my little comedy films. Have you like um, ever like not taken a role based on like something that you've read in the script or anything like that, or do you like yeah, like you said? Yeah, and, and see that's memorable because it's so unique. So one day I was uh, this is when I was first beginning. So it was in the early time, and I don't remember, but it was an audition. That was that was all I remember, and it was some sort of a war kind of TV uh, hour show or something like that. Okay. Where there was guns and stuff. So you, um, one, you sit in the outside uh, office, a waiting room kind of, and you go in to audition to the other room. And there's generally a secretary sitting in the same waiting room that you are. And so um, I was sitting near the door of, of, of the audition room. So they would, open, you know, right. so I could hear kind of stuff that was going on in there, which I thought would be a great 
hit. Oh, you were eavesdropping. Yeah, wanted, yeah. You know, and what other people were doing. You so can I tailor could, your your well, audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just get some little info. You know, yeah. so uh, get the deets. And so <laughs> I was listening, and this guy goes in. Uh, so I listen. Two or three people go in. I mean, you you, you catch because it's a door, and you don't know you know how, how loud they are. But I was getting some things about how they were the actors were were doing it. You know, and then this one guy goes in, and I listened, and he was. Uh, loud enough, uh, not overly loud, but loud enough for me to catch the whole, the whole audition of what he was doing. And so, and it was uh, the part that I he was auditioning for the same part I was, uh, which was about killing somebody or or, or shooting a gun or it was really violent. Okay, <laughs> okay. What, what what they wanted the the role. So you have to like channel your inner Typical psycho Hollywood. And <laughs> and so I came in. And I was thinking, I said, wait a minute, you know, the way he did it is not the way I would do it at all, because I, I would play against the violence, I, I guess. Okay. I don't know what my thinking was, but it, I knew it was very different. Than what yeah, I okay, do. yeah. So I went in, and they said, um, oh, you know, okay, you, you want to talk about it, or do you want to just do it? And I said, y you know, I mean... To tell the truth, I think you should hire that guy who came in before me. He was really good. <laughs> that's, a, hey, that's actually good on you for what? being honest. We, we've heard uh, that for certain roles, you've kind of you maybe taken some more of the method acting role as far as uh, for one role. you, uh, John, what was the info? The, well, okay, so this is what I heard is that like for Breaking Bad when you were the junkyard Joe, that you right. like – uh, like maybe spent some time at a junkyard to like get into the character, <laughs> or is is that true? No, no. Okay, <laughs> okay. That's, that's why I was like, man, that that would have been wild. No. Or maybe for Doobie, maybe you drove a, a, a taxi around well, for it, a while. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. that was speculation. Nobody told me that There's one. There's only one in all the roles I've ever done, and you have it on IMDb. There's only one role I ever did any research. What so freaking <laughs> and, and and because I come from and and it's I don't I, I'm not bragging about it. It's just no. a fact that it's so bizarre to to, to me because um, because I come from Second City and and the committee. I'm an improviser. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Pilot, do a bus driver, and you go right. Boom, bus driver. These these people think that you just kind of go to an audition, get the gig, and then start making all this money, and then you're you know, you're, and, and, you're, and you're in the big time, and it's not that easy. John, you know? John, the way he laughed at that, you should go up for a Monday night open mic. <laughs> yeah, right. That was the best joke you've ever told on this show. They don't, I mean, when when somebody mentions about doing the work, they're not kidding around, man. <laughs> right, it is work. Off that off, man. Uh, is there any any other new stuff? Well, obviously, El Camino's yeah, coming out El real Camino. soon. Yeah, absolutely. El Camino, it's going to be bitching. I, I, I was not given the screenplay. Uh, I was only handed the pages to my scenes. So, oh, so and, you and don't know anything? <clears throat> because Sweet. it was a totally secret. I had to sign an NDA. Still on it. I can't talk about uh, El Camino except for that which is publicly. Uh, released 
by the producer. So that commercial gotcha. that was on Yeah, SNL, like that, that, that phone call. That, that I can talk about. Yeah. Okay. But I can't talk about anything else, nor am I able because I don't know what the movie is about because all I know is my uh, three scenes. That's beautiful, uh, and that's that's the beauty of Vince Gilligan. That's why his work is so is so beautifully put together, and it comes across that way when I watch it on TV. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's an amazing director and a, and, a, and a really good person. He allowed me to look through his directing book, where he he laid out his um, what do you call those the cartoons the um, when you draw the the layout of oh the, like the sketches oh the uh, or the oh, no, um, sketches. The no. the no no it's not sketches though the it's cells? something else the no. cells animation cells no no it's no. something else it's a uh, the storyboard storyboard fucking hell boom yeah. well with all and, and all his and all his notes you know uh, like the, he, he gave me this big thick uh, loose leaf book yeah and, okay and I I went through it it's the entire movie laid out in shots and and notations to himself it was really cool. Mm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a very nice man. Hey, uh, Jack. No, this is Jack. Hey, it's uh, it's John and uh, Chris from Funny to Informing, man. How you doing? I'm very well. And yourself? Good, good, good man. Good to hear from you, Jack. That's well, good to hear from you guys. You um, you can hear us, okay? Yep. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, perfectly, man. And um, we can't thank you enough for taking some time out to chat with us and, you know, give us, you know, some of the rundown. We were kind of preluding a little bit about you um, before the interview about, like, some of your boxing background and then how you got into acting and, um, you know, with, with, with some of the movies that you've been in. So we really appreciate you uh, taking some time out to talk to us. No problem. Absolutely. Illustrious career, man. I'm a fan. Yeah. So, um, and the first thing I wanted to ask was, because I, I mean, boxing is what came first for you. And um, I wanted to ask primarily, like, did you ever end up fighting anybody bigger than you? When I was a kid? I mean, well, uh, mainly professionally. Yeah, even in your professional career. Not, no. I was 6'6 six, six and weighed 230 pounds and there weren't too many. I fought three guys, Roby Harris, uh... I think I fought three or four guys that might have been heavier. I don't think anybody ever taller, though. Yeah, no. no. I mean, because there was like a tape of your fight with George Foreman. And, I mean, when I was watching the footage of that, you looked real comfortable in there. Like, you weren't, um, like, you... Oh, I actually was beating him the first couple rounds. I walked into a punch. That was my own fault. I I only trained a couple weeks. Again, see, I was a victim of my own circumstances. I already... Uh, the disease of acromegaly that caused Great Depression, and uh, so I only trained a couple weeks for that fight. I um, because I know you were you were talking about like turning down that that boxing film. Um, but I, I did I hear that you had turned down a role in James Bond's as well. That was after I did I did Farewell My Lovely, and I was they signed me to do a picture March or Die with uh, Hackman and Captain Deneuve and all and. Cubby Broccoli and his son came to, to to see me in L.A. and they, you know they were in my agent's office and uh, I was around the corner with Mitchum having lunch and he, he said, "Do you want to do that picture?" I said, "I don't really like the script." I said, "I don't." He said, "Then no, with it, don't do it. Let's we'll sit here for a while." And he said, and "Go around and just tell them thanks, but no thanks." So I went back around to my agents and I, you know, I I said, "I've been doing it. I'm already signed to do a picture of March or Die, which I could have got out of." Uh, but I'm glad I didn't because Superman came right after March or Die. Yeah, and um, and that was Superman a huge was role. A much better, much better deal. 
Yeah, and yeah, what, and what, absolutely. And when in Superman, you played the character Nan, who was on General Zod's, you know, kind of yeah. part of his crew, henchman. Yeah, I one guess. of his henchmen. Yeah. Um, what I heard it was your idea to have him not say a word or well, like to they, be relatable. They, they, when we went up to London to talk to Donner Hackman, and I, we were doing March or Die, and they flew us up to see Donner, and we uh, Donner was explaining the character that they. That the nine was a great scientist, and that they lobotomized him, and um, and he, and he, you know, do do you mind doing a character that doesn't speak? And I said, not at all. I said, you know, I I embraced that. I said because Jackie Gleason was a friend of mine, and he did a picture called Gigo. He won an Oscar for it, playing a deaf dumb mute. I said, and if I ever got a chance to play a role. Where you use facial and body expression, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to do it. What's so, a, like? It, what's your it, most memorable like moment, um, like from behind the scenes or like you know from any of these movies that you've been in, dra- like Dragnet, King Kong, The Flintstones, Superman One and uh, Two. I, I tell you, I've, I've worked. I've been very fortunate. I worked with a lot of great actors. You know, uh, with Jeez. Mitchum and uh, Gene Hackman and uh, uh, Max uh, or Max Vincidal and. Uh, 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 oh yeah, the list. I mean, Christopher Reeves and I Tom mean, Hanks. Christopher, well, Christopher was a baby, and there's a Tom Hanks. That was his breakout picture. Danny Aykroyd. Uh, yeah, I, I heard. I heard you and Christopher. A picture called the Baltimore Bullet with Jimmy Coburn and Omar Sharif. Omar was brilliant. I had a lot of fun with Omar Sharif and Brando. I mean, you were working <laughs> with Marlon Brando and Brando. Oh yeah, was, yeah. Brando's that's a pretty much Brando, top of the echelon. Brando couldn't wait. <laughs> Brando, I heard Brando was coming to the set, and so we went down to see him. Mitchum said, "Make sure you get down and say hello to him." So I went down to see him. He was surrounded by press people and stuff, and he saw me and he just pushed everybody aside. He came running over to me. Oh, he said, oh "My God, I've been done because he knew my father." Oh, okay, that's like the ultimate said, compliment, too. Yeah, he said, "Oh my God, I've been dying to meet you," but we became good friends. Marlon was a. Well, and, and he's a brilliant actor. I mean, God, you know, when he walked on a set, you could hear a pin drop. Christopher was uh, was a young kid. You know, that, that was his first major role in a film. And and he was a young kid. It wasn't for Donner. Donner got a perform. There will never be another Superman like Christopher Reeve. He did Superman and, and Clark Kent to the T. I you haven't seen one play. yet. Yeah. Nobody's we'll compared. anybody will do it as well, and that's because of Richard Donner. Richard Donner brought that performance out of him and, and took him down the street. So he, but there was a restaurant in London called the San Lorenzo, which is an Italian restaurant, and dear friends of mine. And I talked everybody into going. They used to go eat there because the food was great, and it was a paparazzi place. You know, Princess Di used to eat there, and so all these guys are from the film were going, and it was good for my friend's business a lot of you know notoriety and stuff and christopher was in there with a table full of people one night and he's talking about me and my street annex and my father and (laughs) a bunch of stuff about the mafia and the guy that owned the place called me on the phone he said jack he said that how well do you know this christopher reeve kid and i said well what are you talking about he said well he's in here talking about a lot of things i don't think he should be talking about oh boy what the hell he's talking about uh oh. So the next day, I, 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 when I went to work, I took him in a room and we had a little conversation. And I said, you know, Christopher, how well do you know me? He said, well, I know, you know, we work together. I said, yeah, it's great. But 
you know, he said, and I hear a lot of stories about you. I said, what gives you the right to go into a restaurant and, and talk about things you don't have no idea what you're talking about? Well, you know, he said, you, you're, everybody knows it, knows who you are. And I said, yeah, well, next time you mention my name, say Mr. in front of me. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. And it's none of his business. Don't, don't yeah. ever talk about my family again. That's... So then we go out into the hall and all these people are there and he thinks he's Superman. He started out, you can't talk to me that way. You got to jump Oh, oh he's trying to, like, yeah. I'm sure in the room he was intimidated and, and cowering, and outside he, yeah. he is, his oh, yeah, he ego he took over. Superman. Absolutely. <laughs> so I put him against the wall, and I'm getting ready to hit him, man. And Donner jumped up in my ear, and he said, Jack, not in the face. Don't hit him in the face. <laughs> Oh, right. And those are some of our best interviews as of late. And I mean, I I loved all, the, all of them. In the last 50 episodes. Yeah. We, yeah. we knocked out a bunch in the last 50 episodes. We were hot and heavy there for a while. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because before that, when we had JC on from Big Brother. Oh, yeah. That was a little that, interview. That was, oh, my God. That was a big little interview. <laughs> we had to pick him up from the airport. You're like, oh, my God. He's huh, so We tiny. had to pick him up to put him in the car. Huh, I get that. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> Dick gets the reference. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, like as uh, we like we haven't done it as much. I no, guess we're we more want to do it on more. Other, I don't know, other evolution right no, now. No, but like starting next headed. week, we're gonna uh, have a guest on. We had a guest on for one forty nine. We're gonna have a guest on for one fifty one. Yep, and uh, yep. hopefully for one fifty two and fifty three. Like I just because of everything going on and how careful we all had to be, you know, from each other. And I mean, I got sick for a second there, and we skipped a week, and so. Yep. I may or may not have had COVID. Yeah, and (laughs) there was like a little bit there where we weren't really having guests on or talking to other people, and I'm glad that we're starting to slowly get back in that direction. We had a guest last week. We have a guest here. I I mean, a guest, old friend, OG, show supporter. Uh, He recorded our new new commercial that we're going to use while we were on break there. Like it. And you guys will hear his endorsement here soon. Find me on Facebook. (laughs) We should walk. It was perfect. It came out in all one beautiful flow. He had no trip-ups, no flubs, no mistakes. It was beautiful. Unlike many times on our show in the past, right, John? Oh, it happens actually a lot. I didn't even realize how much we did it um, until we were going back and kind of looking at some of our past episodes and we're like, holy shit, uh, you know, we forgot that this thing happened and we didn't plan for this to happen or there was flubs, you know. Yeah, uh, the flubs and the mistakes or versus uh, some of the random crazy interruptions that we've had from the show. So it was the background doing live stuff, especially. We figured kind of mash it together like where we trip our tongues while um you know having to deal with things that we had no way of planning for uh, like there was an argument happening behind us while we were podcasting at the park so did you guys trip your tongues together no i <laughs> ate my own acid and tripped on my own oh i don't perfect. know about okay, john's okay. trip <laughs> specifically yeah. uh, I, I, there was one uh where we were talking about like uh the world health organization and we're sitting there saying who who who, who? <laughs> jinx you owe me a coke a fucking Sorry, owl coke. starts hooing in the background literally lands on a branch right next to us okay and, and also we, it was 420 when we were recording this oh that's it was our 420 episode and we were uh we were deep into it and the whole thing just really honestly tripped us both out it was it was uncanny that it was happening like it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, so there's been so many great there, moments, and then also we, like John said, we had no idea we had that many flubs and mistakes. 
So many so that we only could include, you know, a few here. Yeah. Now uh, there's a, we have whole files of the, them now. The, we have a, what twenty minutes we spent trying to record a, a fucking excuse me, but a, <laughs> a fucking commercial for I mean, another show. I think it wasn't even for us. I don't even remember. Might have been for us. I mean, if you go back to the old shows, you can watch all those flubs. And yeah. all those mistakes and just there was like videos of it too. I oh yeah. yeah, back in those live days when we had no net and no safety and we just had to run through. That definitely makes for a lot more mistakes. Yeah, it happens. It definitely happens. It happens. It happens um, in this show right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. been doing shots for every segment, and they are catching up. We are. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're flubbing. We are up. flubbed I'm, up, dog. I'm. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Dick's fine. I'm fine. His dick's barely even wet. I feel great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I say we 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 actually allude to the clips that we've been uh, we've been teasing here, and let's, okay. uh, let's play them. Yeah, we got the last, last category. Segment. Yeah, this is the last one. It's the uh, unplanned moments and bloopers, and uh, you know, there's no way to know that when this stuff is going to happen, that it is going to happen, and some of it we just had to scratch and start over from but we might not have showed you or maybe we did but yeah, some of these yeah i will say were went, went through and because we don't do a whole lot of editing but some of them were so bad that they were like showstoppers and we had to uh completely come back. yeah and we will see you on the other side That's of right. these clips cheers Here's to here. the flubs yep uh let's take another shot to the clips and we will send you to them TikTok.com slash funny to informing, but we put a little uh, video together while we were on break board. Yeah, it took some pictures of some, uh, well, yeah, no, the, we took some pictures too, but yeah, the video we, we posted was fucking, that's a good classic one. Yeah, so, and we just recently started the channel, so TikTok.com slash funny to informing is where you can, uh, you can get all that, uh, video content, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the old suck it challenge, we're gonna call it. Yeah, I'm trying to get used to it a little bit there. Wow, if, I'm trying uh, to get used to this screaming. Okay. Can, Okay, so we're we're in the park can, recording a fucking podcast <laughs> with microphones and headphones, right? Oh wait, what? Oh god, there's some cheating. Are people hearing that? Can yeah, you? you I, think? I hope you guys heard that. But it, we'll quick, see. We'll quick see. Breakdown is we were sitting here, and this woman is like, she was at the time. She was. You, I know you heard her. I know you guys heard her in she, the background. John, uh, John will probably try to edit as much of the noise out. But this woman's coming up from like a hundred feet away, and she just keeps going, "Wow, wow!" I thought for like, a second like it was a Wilson. cat in heat. Yes, yeah. it was like, "Wow, yeah, wow!" Oh, like really loud, right? And I thought somebody was like, they saw us with mics, and I was like, some kid is fucking with us, right? No, she walks by and. She fucking is looking at this guy that parked backwards, John. That's the backwards parker. Oh, the backwards parker's looking at... Yes, she was going to meet him in this park. Well, she's on her phone looking at some kind of evidence, and she's screaming, wow, wow, wow. Oh, they I can't are. fucking believe you, blah, blah, oh, blah. Shit. And then says, you've been fucking with Erica. Oh, no. And she's looking at her phone, and they're having a domestic right here, right now. Oh, the they park. are arguing. And she is screaming at him. I didn't know that the we guy. Live. I didn't know that that guy was a part of the, with that. I didn't oh, either no. until I realized she was walking to meet him, because he's right over your shoulder. You can't see him. He's to your back. But I'm looking at him. He's over that way, and he's standing there. And now I see she's standing about 20... About 40 feet away from Definitely him. socially screaming. distanced. Yeah, she is very safely socially distant and screaming at this guy because she's looking at her phone and seeing the fucking evidence, I guess, whatever she's got. Hang on, I'm trying to listen. 
podcast. This, this is, is not coming at you oh live man. from Lake Ivanhoe Park. They this guy parked backwards and then moved his car see, and now I, he's getting d- broken up with. I thought she was just crazy screaming nonsense. Me too. I thought she was on FaceTime because she's looking at her phone. That's what I was going to yeah, explain. I, I said, me and John are in the park with headphones and microphones and we are being less intrusive on people's ear, phone, ear holes than this bitch and now she's walking towards him, guys. Oh, 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 oh. She's finger pointing. Yeah, she's, she's, she's finger pointing. pointing. Oh, no. Walking. Oh, he's turned around and walking towards oh, no. the car. He he's out. He's out. He's out, guys. Oh, oh my god, she's chasing him out of the park. She is uh she's closed her distance. She is almost not socially safely distant. Smack that motherfucker. Uh, but she she went one way and he went the other. I think she said her piece. She's still yelling at him. But they're going their separate ways. She's walking backwards yelling. Yeah, she's walking backwards yelling. Holy shit, bro. Oh my god. This guy just got <laughs> broken up with live on show 132, Whoa, guys. That was insane. 132, Wait. how about you? Much better than that guy. Bye. <laughs> Yo, they're, wow. they're blowing up our spot. Yeah, I was like, when they, when they were, when I thought she was going to keep closing the distance and they were like, she was going to start throwing hands. And I was like, no, 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 we're going to have cops roll up because of a domestic dispute and we're witnesses where we're drinking and smoking in the park. This is not good right now, allegedly. And, um, and, like, but it's all good. They went their own ways. <laughs> I'm like, so get out of here, safe. crazy ladies. Wow, that was wild, guys. Scram. I don't know what that was, but wow. Okay. So you, anyway, that, we went through that just w- now. Welcome back to episode 132. That happened live, guys. Sorry. We, we couldn't avoid that. We went through that just now. Okay. Ohio leader Trump, uh, he he came under some fire in the last uh, week, week and a half, uh, when he pulled funding from the World Health Organization. Who? W- World Health Organization? Oh, oh, okay. The, the who? It's an owl. No, um, not not the who. That's the famous band. Oh, right, 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 uh, right. They they are not but, a multi platinum recording label. But who? Th- who? The giant capital WHO, World well, Health Organization. Yes. Yes, them. I was telling you, is who? Oh, I thought you were asking. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, them. You were right, John. Them. Uh, them, the who. Uh, he pulled the funding and he came under fire and a lot of, uh, leaders across the world were, uh, were calling him to the carpet and, uh, saying how terrible that was. How could he do that? Especially in this time. And, uh, and even I was like, man, what a bonehead move by the guy, you know, like, why? You know, it's it's Corona. It's it's Corona time. Exactly. As the songs would have you know. It seems like this is the thing to focus on. Yes. Well, then it came out uh, just maybe less than a week after that uh, that the the Who, not the band, and not the Owl, uh, but the World Health Organization <laughs> helped helped had some tie-ins with China covering up fifty percent of their COVID-related deaths early on. Ooh. Oh man. Who? Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So so and is it's that is, is that the logic to why Trump Yes. Would, well, okay. and Trump was That's uh, the Trump reason? was clear the whole time yeah, was saying that uh I'm not even kidding. I'm not even please kidding. Please tell me you hear no, that. No, 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 no. Shh. Please do that again. It's not it's Ooh. not going to pick up on mic. Dude, an owl just hooted. Dude, I swear to god. <laughs> Oh, uh, I see it. I see you it. I see it. I see it. It's in the pretty? Yeah, yeah. Scoot, scoot, scoot your slide down this way a little bit uh-huh. and then look behind you. Oh, do you see? Like, I don't see follow it. It's, it's just fine. past that tree. You it's can on show the, me later. Holy crap. Okay, so we were just like making that's fun. That's so weird. Like, dude. we were just like. I said owl. I fucking said owl. It, uh, I, that's, there's no way that that picked up on Mike now. So we just sound crazy. Just talking about. Okay, we well, just there heard was, an owl. I swear to God, right when we freaked out, guys, and stopped talking about shit, an owl hooed like five times. I'm not hoo, even hoo, kidding. Hoo, 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 he said. And we have headphones on, and we heard it like through that. And right. I'm glad that you I heard feel it like too. It picked up. It might have yeah. picked up. Or I'm extremely high. I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. It definitely. And John sees it. I don't see it. But 
anyway, that was that was weird. But yeah, so we pulled funding. Anyway, long story short, uh, turns out they were uh, they they made a mistake. They didn't realize China was covering things up. They helped China cover it up because they are primarily funded by China. So probably you know it may maybe like hey I'll be if you hear me say it it can't be a lie. It looks like maybe Trump did the right thing here. Oh, yeah. If you do say, yeah, that is definitely not a lie. Then, or you, you know, you then you have your opinion. But and you're, yeah, don't. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have a bad taste in my mouth right now because I do. But um, I, I, I will say, you know, it, it definitely, it look. That's the way that it looks from the the facts that I have. I mean, that is that is shady shit. And I mean, so yeah. I understand, uh, you know, not funding it, and uh, that's not something that I would want to encourage. If this owl, this owl, this is owl does again, dude. not want to stop, I you cannot make this stuff up. Who? No, there's a Bro. few of them because now I'm hearing them behind oh, me. They're hooing at each other. There's okay. a few. They're yeah. across the park. Oh, oh that's the one. That's the one. You Where see it. You see he? it. Oh, he's, okay. You I just see it flapping his wings. Yeah, that's yeah. the owl. That's yeah, the one. It's like an owl, guys. Oh, dude, I want to get how a f- owls look. I'm gonna try to get a photo. That's how owls be looking. But uh, just so that I, I can. Yeah, that guys. That's that's crazy. What's up, Doc? It's my segment where I like to watch documentaries. It's one of my favorite favorite forms of entertainment. It's I one always of my- step on my own shit. <laughs> Let me just keep going with it. I always step on my my favorite forms of entertainment. <laughs> it, to, to quote Bugs Bunny, what's up, Doc? It's my favorite. It's my favorite. My favorite documentary. <laughs> Oh, man. This week was a classic. Instant classic. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. All right. Yeah. But, uh, okay. He's going to come back in with it. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, really? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Are you kidding me? Jesus we Christ. Could've... That was perfect. No, that was terrible. <laughs> What's up, Doc? The segment where I like to bring you a review of my, one of my multi watched. Fuck. That was terrible, <laughs> dude. Multi. No, so bad. My multi watched. So bad. The first <laughs> It was so bad. I, I thought I thought the first one was fine. I love the first one. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite. Favorite? No, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Shit! And then when you started the second one, I was already laughing, bro, about the first one. I know. I know. That's fine. I can I hear did. your smile. It comes through the mic. It sounds good. <laughs> oh my Oy. god. What's up, da? <laughs> I just did one more John is losing it. Oh. I can't look at you. I, I can't have time. a. Oh my god! No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad at you. It's fully understandable. <laughs> your fucking yeah, yeah, yeah I'm right. not kidding. No, we're, we're, still, we're stopping it. I need a minute. No, hold on. Right. Okay. Woo! That giggle fit struck hard. <laughs> Leaving the old year and trying to to find the new. I don't know what uh what is in store for my show. Hopefully, uh, me and Coleman come across some really good fortune. Ooh. Who wins? Who, who, who goes there? Sir? What is that? Who who are you? Who goes there? I asked you first. Uh, well, okay, so I'm John. I You're do a, John. I do a show in, in Orlando. Uh, what fun, is a show? It's it's called Funny to Informing. It's a podcast. You listen to it. Podcast. Yeah, it's a. You can find it on iTunes. Here in this cabin, sir, all I have is rockcasts. <laughs> I don't know. Can I pick you up on Rock Stitcher? I don't know. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Rock Stitcher for sure. Um, Definitely. So, I said, I told you who I was. Who are you? Uh, Do you do a show by yourself? 
It's a podcast show. No, and you do me. it all by yourself. A, another a, like an old guy like yourself. Oh, uh, oh it may possibly friend of mine. <laughs> I do it with a uh, Chris Pizza Pisenberg Coleman. Oh, great guy. Yeah, out of oh. Orlando. You've met. Of course, oh, everybody knows this gentleman. Uh, must have been centuries. Most ago. of them hate him, but I happen to be a fan. So, but, uh, anywho, I'll definitely download and listen on iRockTunes.com. Can you see the future? And, uh, uh, me myself, I, I am Ebenezer Booze. I am the ghost of Ebenezer Booze. I was banished to this cavern eons ago by Lord Voldemort, aka Rick Scott. <laughs> he banished me here for. Not being a piece of shit Republican asshole, uh, but it's neither here nor there. Oh yeah, being so, that I'm a ghost, sir, I cannot see the future. I only know the past, but I can speculate. So what you got? But um, okay. So like, what uh, I what is in store for my show in the future for me and Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman? Oh well, uh, hopefully only the best for that gentleman Peisenberg. Everyone loves him oh. except for the people that hate him. But I love him, so good for him. Uh, as far <laughs> as you, John Hannon, he's whatever. For me. I hope for you many, many brown bags of joy, uh, as well as some some delightful interviews by some of Hollywood's most mediocre talents. Maybe some famous folks too. We'll just have to. See what comes mm. to bear. Ebenezer Booze, can I have some of your uh, your scotch? Yes, uh, only the best scotch and good conversation on this show. Awesome, thank you, uh, appreciate that. Hashtag love you, Peter. I'm, uh, I'm well... See gotta, you soon, old man, Peter. Yeah, I, got, I gotta say, coming across you uh, has made me feel pretty good. Uh, you coming across me has made me feel dirty. Do you have a towel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me give you this. T- and then we'll. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I gotta get Gross. on. Gross. I got. I, I got a show to do and things to take care of. Yes, please leave me be, sir. Year. I've got to commit suicide. Yeah. Bye bye. Sorry. Cheers, sir. Yeah. Again, I I didn't know what was what was happening. Man, we should have come back following up the song we ended. We just uh, we just came back from with some. Uh, Coolio Coolio brought the choir out. Man, uh, that was cool. Uh, yeah, you know what I found out later was that that uh, that choir was from a group here locally. That is uh, that the stage manager from that night. She was the stage manager the last two years. She's a part of the same group, Opera Del Sol, here locally. Oh. And so she had these singers available, and they came out with the choir robes on and uh, filled the part beautifully in oh, person. Yeah. They didn't have to play a backing track. It was great. No, yeah. There Between was... Fritz on the drums and opera people singing the fucking choir part of that, oh, it was fucking It was all, like, yeah, real it was music. It, it was, wasn't, you yeah. know. Uh, they had the saxophone guy out there. Man. Killing it. Dude, that guy, yeah, man, that guy fucks. For one, he's buff as fuck. <laughs> he gets all the he's ladies, ripped. Yeah. His arms are giant. For two, yes, he fucking kills the saxophone. He's ranked in the top 100 saxophone players in the world, Coolio said that night. Oh, by really? By Rolling Stone. Yeah, that's a fucking, that's a high praise. I mean, I don't know many saxophone players. Me neither, but he's, if you know 100 of them, you know him. And uh, and yeah, like I said, he's jacked, man. I feel like uh, it's a skill just as much as he plays the saxophone. It's just as much of a skill not to crush the saxophone with his giant man arms. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna push you down the well and then do the uh, try to do the no. Coolio riff. And then and then how does how does the Coolio uh, riff sound when you from the well? What riff is that, sir? The ooh. Yeah. It's Coolio. I need a rope. 
Help me, sir. Here, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, here, grab my arm. Grab my arm. Get on up here, Bob. Oh, you're so strong. Got you. <laughs> it's ironic. Where at the bottom of that well is Brixton, England. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I, I drink my milk, buddy. So you just gotta grab on, and then I can get grab you up there. Grab a strong arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stir the shit out of it. Stuff hey. that fucking turkey. Line and, uh, yeah, so you're on the recorded line as well. I, yeah. I have I have to funnily inform you. That's fine, sir. Oh, Both okay, lines are recorded, um, just for everyone's so, information. Uh, okay. Uh, and the reason I was reaching out to you was to offer you seven days free of a new stream service that you just simply download. Um, what are you currently using for stream services like Netflix, Hulu, um, anything like that? All of the above, sir. Amazon Prime, so Disney Plus, Amazon, okay, ESPN right. Plus, well, I mean, I'm, BET, I'm, I'm, NBC, CBS, and I believe Big Brother. Okay, uh, well then that's 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 great because we do already. Well, do not offer, forget Real Housewives. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bravo. Real Housewives is good. Which one, which one do you like? Uh, which Housewives do you like? OG all day, son. Orange County or, or oh, okay. Orange County. Orange County. County. Oh yeah. yeah, my mom. She watched Orange County. Uh, Orange County was. Well, like I said, uh, you already have every service in there, that that they're probably uh, named and everything. And but with this service, you can actually uh, use all those channels for the seven days free that we're offering, and um, it wouldn't really be no harm to you at all. Uh, so I have your first name is Chris and your last name is Coleman. Correct. Correct. And you're you're at least eighteen years older than make authorized decisions on the account, correct? Oh, well over eighteen, sir. I I, I rue the day right. I was eighteen. I miss those days. <laughs> I understand, sir. Uh, where are you from? Can I ask that? Uh, Brixton, Brixton, just about two 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 hundred kilometers oh. south of London. All right, I understand, sir. And um, this seven days will uh, just of your choice service which which will show up as a ten dollar bill credit on us that's on on your account and everything. If you receive um you will receive all the uh the, the local channels plus your two thousand on demand channels which is uh and you get a addition of ten channels that you get to pick. So uh do you know the ten channels that you like to pick? Uh because we we uh, we offer a BT, Bravo um everything that you mostly said that you wanted we have so um like what channels would you like the uh, Bravo or BET channels? Thought he was never going to stop rambling. Or TLC and, I, well, I, and everything. I, I already have most of those, but I, I do not have Comedy Central, and I've become a comedy no, fan lately. Com- it's uh, yeah, we, yeah, we got Comedy Central, sir. Yeah, we got Comedy Central, and um, I can definitely I can hook you up with a, uh, the Movie Lovers package, and um, you'll just be already on your way, and you you'll have every channel that you uh, already. Uh, have so if you have com- if you want Comedy Central is that is that correct? Yes, that would be lovely. All right, all right, I got you. And um, okay, so I can get you Comedy Central, BET, and Bravo. I can get you those three. Um, so now you have uh at least seven more channels there. Do you know what seven channels do you that well, you would want to have? Not offhand is my taste. Is it available to maybe pick and choose via the internet? What do you mean? Uh, do you have like uh, per se a website I can then later go on to and oh. decide which channels I would like? 
Well, I, I was just about to actually get to that part, and um, I was going to read you off the channels and, uh, and everything like that so you can be easier. Because I know you you know what you kind of like to watch already, so then therefore I, I already got like some this guy here that I can... Um, he was just about to get to that. Uh, I don't know. And like I said, sir, we do have the three channels that you already said. He's a rambler. Um, so with that being said, does A and a and E. He's just rambling. Salesman. Rambling, rambling, yeah, rambling. That, that's or, fine, uh, sir. I trust, I trust yeah. your taste. You can choose seven more to add on to that, and I will call. All right. How do all I right. How do I unsubscribe at the end of the seven-day trial? Right. Look, check it out. This is how you do it. I'll give you the number after uh, after we're done getting the order set up for you um, and everything. So... Now, uh, Beautiful. Uh, now, you can. Yes. I, I can call you because I still uh, am in use of a London telephone number. There's a, a country continental code you could give yeah, me. No. That was all I could take of that guy. Sorry. Oh, my, oh my, God. my God. I thought that was going to be fun and short and I could just prank this guy. It's my actual cable provider trying to offer me some shit I don't want, need, or care for. He was like, oh, right. And I would have taken the week-long thing if it could have taken like three minutes and I could have gotten through it as a... Uh, British Brixton Steve. He never shut <laughs> up. He didn't take a break to breathe or anything. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that recorded. It was funny for a couple minutes. We were, and yeah. that's it. I mean, we were supposed to start He'll be our calling show. Me back any minute. Yeah. All right, and that is our last category. After that, was, I'm glad we ended it on that. That was one of the more funny uh, segments, and uh, some of it was uh, me, and I feel embarrassed by it. So I'm That's... glad that uh, we're we're wrapping it up after <laughs> yeah. that. That was uh, kind of a nightmare. Some of it was embarrassing for the people arguing behind us, or you know, yeah. crazy out or those I, stupid owls. I hope you're fucking embarrassed out there, owls. They're probably <laughs> dead. They have a very short lifespan. It's hard to know. it's hard to justify some of the stuff. Unlike their but... wingspan, their lifespan is very short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, allegedly was, i have no idea that was uh the last category that we had yeah and um i mean what again a, what a what a clip down show yeah it that was, was a, well, that was a fun one I feel i'm like happy it, dick was here i mean yeah. and our I mean, guest I'm, richard I'm, I'm glad to be no dick only dick. No, only dick that's i'm glad dick made three dicks on him. the show this week uh, <laughs> i don't know what Not, he's got nothing <laughs> he's got nothing <laughs> No, yeah, I, I was glad that you uh, could be a part of the experience because, I mean, I felt like it was perfect to talk about, especially going back and looking at the history because we did yeah. it for a hundred, yeah, uh, and then uh, I think I briefly did it for episode fifty. So it seems like every yeah. fifty is going to be fifty is a good milestone. Yeah, recalling well, the past is almost yeah. three years of show of running this thing. Is a great milestone, and I'm, I'm uh, honestly I can't believe where the podcast came from and where it is now. I mean the evolution, the changes, yeah. and I mean honestly, I mean amazing to see. Um, Thank you. Uh, you need to check out all the merchandise that you guys have. I wish we had merchandise back in the day because I'll be wearing that shit <laughs> every other day. Um, on my body, on my car, anything whatsoever. But, um, John, tell me a little bit about what you guys got. Yeah, well, because okay, we have a few different things. And, I mean, it, since the show started, we had nothing. Right. That was like, it's kind of new. It's yeah, a more of a newer thing. It's a, faces. Yeah, uh, one person to thank would be uh, Todd, he, uh, the decal junkie. Uh, essentially the, deca the decal junkie has helped us out so much and it's literally like t-h-e-d-e-c-a-l-j-u-n-k-i-e dot -E -E com 
and you click just on search funny. Out, yep, look for funny to informing. Once you open that up, uh, look in the tabs there, and then just uh, follow all. We have what nine or ten items on there now. So yeah, the spectrum of stuff like because we have like those survivor buffs. Everything's on a spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> even our merchandise, yeah. phone cases, which we have, uh, you know, that we use. Yeah, we sh- both rock the phone oh, cases. Wow, look yeah. at those amazing yeah, yeah, different yeah, colors. Yeah. We got white. We got no, black. no. It's just no. They're they're transparent. So my phone's oh, white. John's phone's yeah. white. If you have a red wow. phone, it's a red case, That's and so on amazing. and so forth. I love them. I yeah, we uh and hats. Uh, yeah, um, hats, shirts, a uh, multitude of different shirts. We got some tank tops in there now. Beanies. Yeah, we do have the beanie socks. God, we got a pair oh of my socks God. in there. Man. There's a lot. There actually yeah. is a we lot. We do have quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely pick up a hat. Let me know about a hat, man. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll get you. We'll get you our uh, Patreons uh, discount on that hat. Oh, yeah, twenty percent, which all our Patreon. Are you, are you get? telling me there's a Patreon? Too? Yes, I'm. I'm glad that I mentioned that. Thank me for mentioning that. I'm welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, I know, but yeah, I we have a, a Patreon at uh, Patreon.com/slash/FTI, and we are uh, because of the pandemic and shit's just been crazy lately. We have not been contributing a lot over there. It's more of a way to just contribute financially to the podcast. Yeah, we're super right apologetic for not having uh, any new stuff out there We do there have new recently. stuff coming. Uh, pay, uh, one of our patrons asked me recently, John, when we had new stuff, and I told her, soon, soon, soon. Yeah, so we yeah. Do, we're like, going to make some stuff. And, well, like, it, it is in the works, but, I mean, just given everything going on, just... There, there wasn't the right time for stuff, and uh, but you can support us over there, patreon.com slash FTI. And uh, yeah, like D- the Decal Junkie Todd, thank you so much for pushing merchandise. We didn't even implement that until the, the last 100 episodes. Like it, it was only a recent thing. Yeah, for sure. Thank That's you so much. That's the last 50 episode thing for sure. As yeah. much as I argue with Todd online about Trump, I love his merchandise. Thank you for helping us out there all the time, buddy. <laughs> well, it goes to show you can disagree with someone politically. Wholeheartedly, I hate that guy's political views, but he's a great person. Aside from that, and uh, he makes great merch, and we help each other out. That it's is the epitome team. of somebody's character, is to be able to disagree with somebody, uh-huh. or you have a, have a, a political He'll indifference. argue with you all day, but he keeps it professional. He doesn't start name-calling and being a, a fucking chump. Yeah. Honestly, that's American right there. Right? That's America. It's America, baby. That's freedom. You know what? That's right. Never forget, FTI, our merch is America. <laughs> America. Yeah. And uh, I know we probably won't be doing one of these celebrations until episode 200. Yeah. But I love when we do them. Maybe we can have a a meetup between then. Maybe we can do a meetup between then and now or now and then. We'll have to see how the world goes. Yeah. Well, uh, and as this episode comes out, I'm going to tell you right now, just recently, our first event that we had at Wally's, our very, very first event was a year ago. Oh, is that coming up in the memories now? It, it popped up. Yep. No shit. Uh-huh. I didn't even see that. So wow. right our around very this first time. Event. We, it was last August. Holy shit. Totally forgot. Well, that's beautiful. Some, gr- that's some a, great that's, stuff. That's a great note to wrap it all in on. And we're really excited about the next chapter. Uh, you know, actually starting next week with the new intro. Thank you, Nas, for the voice work. Um, and uh, there's a the lot new, of stuff next. The new week. logo. Shout the out to logo. my buddy uh, Eddie. Um, I will, we're going to share all of his outlets, so you guys can go check him out on social media. Eddie, we're really thank excited. You. So, and we've got a great guest. Uh, normally, we don't really tell you guys ahead of time, but we'll go ahead and tell you. We're going to go sit down on the closed day at Cavos and talk with Mark Cavallini. Yeah, it'll be oh a my great. God. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be gonna such drink a great beers time and just hang out while the restaurant's closed and quiet. Yeah, we took two weeks off to do Tuttle's Ten. Tuttle's Ten is coming back next week. Uh, so I'm excited to hear what he has to do. I think it's about yeah, the dark web. The dark web. Oh, yeah, we'll go ahead and give so you a teaser on that one too, for yeah. sure. Dick, thank you so much. Uh, I have you in my phone as Dick Churd. It's <laughs> it's half Dick, it's half Richard. Uh, Either or, both acceptable. And honestly, great time being here. Um, bringing back old vibes, man. Cool. And um, I wouldn't mind being back again. So uh, we'll have you know. back in, maybe at 200. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we we definitely appreciate it. Um, I am definitely super toasted. 
Uh, Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> and we thank you guys so much. Uh, and that we really, really do hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It really does not matter. And uh, I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. And Coleman? Tip your anniversary celebrators. 150, baby. Trouble. I just wanted you to watch me dissolve